Alrighty, everyone. Are you excited for another episode of... <laughs> My thing is fucked up. Zorin, turn off the... <laughs> My thing fucked up. <laughs> Zorin, what did Zorin, you do? turn off. Yeah. Turning him off. Welcome to our new season, everyone. We're doing great already. Off the back No, we gotta redo it. We gotta redo it. Hold up. Okay, hold up. Okay, okay, okay. okay. You gotta redo it. Center 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 yourself. Get your chi. Get get your chi. Get your chi back. Get your chi back. Okay. Here, take the sensu bean. No. I'm balancing my yin yang chi. Hold up. Hold up. Okay, now. Alrighty, everyone. Are you excited for another exciting episode of Rot Grind? Welcome back, everyone. We hope you had an amazing break. We're finally back from our break for June. Welcome to season three of Rock Grind. Thank you all so much for coming back and giving us your hearty hellos. And uh, first off, before we even start, for those of you who are watching this live on Twitch, we appreciate you coming back. Thank you so much for supporting us here on the live streams. We can interact with all of you. And... Uh, I will also like to do a big shout out to Skelly Bean, who gave us this fantastic new overlay. So if you're watching this on YouTube or Twitch or so, um, you'll see that we have a whole new overlay. So for players, uh, you guys probably already saw in the thing, but now you can see it all functioning, everything moving, all the stuff going around and stuff. So it is mm. awesome looking. There's even little details you could find. So chat, if you find anything cool, details or anything, be sure to say it in the chat or comments or so of any neat stuff you can find. But of course, the show is nothing without its amazing players and game master, and we will go around the horn as we always do, starting off with Oda Roshi. Hi, hello, welcome back, everybody. I am playing the artist formerly known as Vali, uh, Vina, the Sylph Swashbuckler. Uh, if you are not aware of the uh, developments with her, go and watch the last episode and uh, scream and cry with me. Uh, yeah, so so glad to be back. It has been a while. I missed you all very dearly. Uh, yeah, that's me. And next up, we have our ever stalwart, Hokey Crow. Hey, that is me. I am Hulky Crow. I am back again playing the Kinrasu cleric Rahua. Uh, it has been far too long. I'm very, very happy to be back with all you wonderful people doing this again. We are all children of the Cosmic Crawdad this day. And of course, we have our ever explosive Arendelle. Die. Yeah, it's me, Erndel. I'm playing as uh, Baldrick. He hasn't changed at all. No new name changes here. He's still exactly where he is. And he is a human alchemist. And die. There you go. Now as we perish, yeah. we have the ever-revolutionary Speaker D. Good evening, everyone. I am Speaker D. I am playing Tannhauser. You know him. He's loud. He's a robot. He's from the desert. He screams. And you can expect more of that within season two. Or season, season three. three. Or season three. Wow. Yeah, three. It's also in season two. Yeah. He messed up. He messed up the script. Uh, back to the swamp. Are we doing spend a hero point? Let's go back to the start. Yeah. <laughs> Redo the entire show. Yeah. <laughs> 
But of course, we have our ever illustrious game master, Thurston Hillman. <laughs> I'm upgraded. I have a cool bus. Oh no, my is my eye glowing? I don't know if my eye is glowing. Well, I might not have a glowing eye, so now you just see me. It's been going on and off. Hold up, I, I think I want to fix it. We'll we'll fix it here okay. in a second. You just keep going. See, we're, we're doing we're doing it we're doing it live, folks. It is Hell not yeah. glowing. Something, okay, something well, broke hello. somewhere. We'll we'll have glowing eye me in a second, but yes, hi, it's me, Thurston, uh, on call GM. Um, I am so excited for our new season. Uh, in fact, I'm so excited for so many things. I'll talk about it at the end of the show, but there's a lot of stuff coming up that's super exciting. And yeah, uh, this uh, new season we're about to jump into is super exciting. So uh, I'm just gonna like let us get into it and let Zorn finish up the the intro here because you're gonna hear my voice a lot at the beginning. Sorry about that. Yeah, big thing. And of course, I am playing the Strix Druid Orin and uh, we've all also leveled up level 8 now but of course of those of you who might be new to the show might be going like oh man these guys are already level 8 and you know, all this other stuff and don't worry uh, season 3 is going to be perfect for people who also want to just kind of get into it so if you don't want to watch the first two seasons we're going to restructuring things as a tiny bit uh, different just so you uh, can hop right in the season three and still kind of feel comfy. A whole bunch of stuff is coming through, a whole bunch of adjustments. So we're uh, happy to still have you either way. So don't feel super pressured if you're like, oh, God, I got to watch all this. It's a OK. You can hop aboard now and still have a good time on the rock grind train. But other than that, none of that. Also, if you'd like to support us, patreon.com forward slash narrative declaration for all of our cool stuff. Want PDFs and things, a bunch of everything else, and supporting us on YouTube, Twitch. If you want a podcast version, we got those as well on your favorite podcast platform. All that fun stuff. Thank you all for supporting us thus, thus far. And also, it's our third year anniversary for doing all this tabletop stuff. Ever since Warhams began and everything else, this, uh, I think we passed the third year by now, technically. Uh, when I checked up all our records and everything else, we've done been doing this for three years so far. So, congrats, guys! We made it. Oh, congrats! Yay. <laughs> oh God, let me go home. Let me go home. <laughs> I just I'm trapped here. <laughs> hey, just ignore the ball and chains. But of course, Thurston, what yes. adventure do you have for us today? All right, everybody, strap on in. We're going down memory lane for a bit. Our destined band of chuckle fucks have come a long way. First meeting in the prison arena in the pond's pilaster of the vast city of Outset, the party joined together to overcome the depredations of the Tyrant's Guild and took on a mission from a lowly member of the Architect's Guild, Marlene, to clear out an abandoned building in the vast sinkhole of the district. Arriving on site, our group encountered a mysterious man who they'd come to know as Mr. Alort and members of his gang, the Children of the Blaze, including an outspoken elf by the name of Prince Duchelf. As our group continued their exploration, the building suddenly collapsed and they fell into the sinkhole. Awakening inside a mysterious fountain inside of an old temple, the group rebounded and explored, finding hints of the ancient elemental deities known as the Old Powers. Eventually, they confronted the old giant guardian now overcome with the insidious infection known as the Rot, and defeated it before returning to the surface. 
As they returned from the buried city up into Outset proper, the group reconvened with their newfound ally, Crunch, a gallant smith warrior of the distant land of Lejebet. They learned of a strange amalgamate elemental creature that had been responsible for the building's collapse, and who Crunch had chased before remeeting with the PCs. The group then made their way to the medical clinic of Cousin Ginebrin, a worshipper of the bishop, and then to Baldrick's house, which became their de facto base of operations, much to his consternation. The party then discovered that their original hiring to inspect the building might have come from the Children of the Blaze, and that the children were holding a notable scholar on the old powers, the Gargoyle de Hawkus. So, they traveled to a nearby tavern known as the Cackling Jackass to confront the Children of the Blaze. There, they once again met the pompous Prince du Shelf, who had been present at the building, and um, through some efforts and something involving owls, uh, our, our group managed to recruit not only Dehakis, but also the alchemist Krim and her homunculi glub talk. Leaving the, ca the, the cackling jackass, PC said some hijinks at the local eatery before becoming pinned down by the local corrupt constabulary, the Tyrant's Guild. A battle in the street against agents of the guild escalated, and the PCs fought them until a mechanical monstrosity of one of the player's own minds appeared. The Chainsaw Car. The ensuing battle. Yes, the ensuing battle uh, led to the sudden death of two PCs, both Orin and Vali, who were brought low and rendered into bits by the Chainsaw Car and the treacherous Prince du Shelf, respectively. The remainder of the group then fled to Baldrick's house. However, death did not claim Orin and Vali, who awoke in the old subterranean temple they'd fallen into during their first adventure together. Alone, together in the buried city, the two tried to come to terms with what happened before returning to the surface and meeting the rest of the group at Baldrick's house. Soon after, they learned from Cousin Ginnebrin that the Tyrant's Guild was holding a large event and that most of their forces were deployed in a frantic search for them, leaving their base of operations mostly unguarded. Seizing on this, the party made their way to the Tyrant's Guild local base, Derg Sanrin House. There, they infiltrated the base and found that several nobles there had been afflicted with a strange illness that made them weep light from their eyes. After defeating the local guards and even freeing a ratfolk nobleman, they confronted the leading Martinet, Cardoza, in an epic, conclusive battle to what was our first season. Uh, partway through those struggles, the Martinet transformed into a being of pure light, though the heroes still managed to defeat her, but Vali fell once again during the struggle, only to return to life again in a fountain outside the Dirk. Following their victory, the group laid waste to the Derg as rioters took on Tannhauser's words and enacted a revolution of their own within the city. Following their victory, the PCs quickly hightailed it out of Outset, beginning a new adventure by traveling into the adjacent swamps of the Solitude in search of the local Twang folk, primal worshippers of the old powers, who might have a way to combat the rot that had seeped its way into Vali and Orin following their respective resurrections. Along the way, the group encountered Picturn Squelchfoot lost halfling separated from his caravan who joined the group as they traveled to Zabblezap's trading outpost. 
At the outpost, the group decided on how best to explore the swamp, meeting with other members of the of, of the, the trading outpost, including Baldrick's old acquaintance Victrix and the overprepared Dita Neeson of BMF Company. A final meeting with an ashen simulacrum of Mr. Alort sent the party south in search of Oren's personal objective near outset, his missing draconic companion, Gorgamunger. Meanwhile, Baldrick hired Victrix and some mercenaries to begin exploring out west for the Twang Folk. This carried on, and the group uh, joined with Dita and her crew since it was along the way, and they took a slight detour to explore an ancient siege tower from the um, the fundamental beings known as the Perfectites, a, a massive silvered cube within the swamp. Inside, they learned the outpost had previously been used by soldiers of the Prince's old armies, another of the deities of the world, before more recent occupants had come to experiment on Gorgamunker. Before leaving, the PCs battled against a misshapen draconic horror deep within the siege tower, seeing that it was some kind of offshoot of what had been done to Gorgamunker. However, with that all cleared up, our group left uh, left Dita and her companions to continue their exploration and continue deeper into the swamps, eventually encountering a strange lake of acid, battling against undead acidic shades, confronting an evil fey monarch in the woods, and there they met Tashti, a member of the local Twang Folk settlement, the Kaibu. The group continued on together, finally making their way to another collapsed structure of faith, and there they found the rot-infested Gorgamunger, who they battled in another epic um, confrontation and eventually put the mutated dragon out of their, out of its misery. Continuing on, the group found a strange leftover from the past as they made their way to the Kaibu, a reality engine from the distant land of Ziskorin. Staring into the device, Rahua found himself tr suddenly transported to another place at another time before coming back. Vali found herself affected, but not displaced. The path continued, and the group reached the, the sodden earth Kaibu, where Tashti was from. But we had a brief interlude, because we like doing those, and our group uh, was put to the side as the B-team took to the stage, led by Victrix, and began exploring the western edge of the solitude in search of the Twang folk. There, they discovered the remnants of a caravan that had been attacked by Ep fiery elemental creatures, and further on they met a group of Children of the Blaze who claimed responsibility for the caravan attacks, and that that group was led by Prost du Shelf. A meeting between the groups took place, and Prost took Victrix back to their camp, with the remaining mercenaries planning on tailing the children and then freeing Victrix. However, they couldn't do this because they were attacked by the strange elemental amalgamate creature. Now, we cut back to our main group, where Vali entreated with Elder Athon, the, the speaker of the Kaibu, who indicated that the elemental avatar Ribius could potentially reverse the rotten affliction of Vali and Orin, but they could only meet with Ribius if they handled the local caravan attacks. PCs agreed, and they went to visit Bjarna, a zombified dwarf in the Kaibu, who used ancient rituals to reverse some of the rot that was affecting Vali explain more of the concept of destiny to the group, and then they headed out, eventually confronting the Children of the Blaze at their nearby camp. They finally put down the menace of Pross du Shelf after he was literally ignited in flame and ran around screaming. But with the children dealt with, the PCs returned and made their way to Ribius's hidden grotto, where they encountered 
the massive frog-like entity, who beseeched them to travel deeper within the grotto to find the source of the malign corruption that had put it into a torpor. The end of the grotto, the group found the source of the corruption, deposited crates from the Medic's Guild of Outset, which were full of raw rot. As the PCs encountered this, they also discovered that Picturn Squelchfoot, who had been their stalwart companion since their beginning in the Solitude Swamps, had become rotten. And had been rotten the whole time. And since he was not destined like the PCs, no one could help. Poor Picturn. This revelation sent Picturn spiraling as he became a manifestation of the rot itself, engaging the PCs in another climactic season showdown before they defeated his rotten avatar and let what remained of his spirit depart. The group took a moment to tell their respective tales, uh, each of them giving hints on their own backgrounds including Vali revealing her true name of Vina, Rahua speaking of the cosmology stars, and as a lot of you said in comments, stuff that went way above your head. Baldric, who wasn't there, but Victrix, who was, talking about some of the, the her history with Baldric. Tannhauser speaking of the faraway land of Golgotha and his history, and Orin explaining the history of Gorkamunker. All of this gave young Picturn the oomph to carry on, which he did, leaving behind, leaving behind a small, a small essence of himself that the party took to heart. After this, they returned to speak with Ribius, who said, could now sing the song that restored our rotten characters, but in a surprise twist, Orin asked to be reunited somehow with his lost dragon, Krakamunker. And the adventure ended with Orin stepping into the open maw of the vast Avatar. And now I'm going to take a sip of my drink because I've been talking for a second. Yay, good job, yay! You did it. But now our session Very begins, nice. everybody. As many things do in fire, all of you are running from a great the, wall the of tokens, fire that is vision. over. Oh, yeah, you need token vision. I suppose I can give you this. Oh, God. Oh, God, please. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Please, God. Oh, God. We please, have God. token vision. Token oh, vision. God. There's God. the fire. There's the fire. It begins in fire as all of you suddenly realize that you are being chased by a wall of fire through a burning city. Uh, the wall itself is rushing towards you. This is a chase, everybody. Um, and so what I'm going to need is for you to run away from the fire. You can do this in any order you like. All of you are here. This wall of flame is heading towards you. I'm giving you no context for this. However, you oh. know you need to get ahead of it. Um, 
With that being said, there's a couple ways you can do it. You could use acrobatics or athletics to get ahead of it as it's reaching towards you, or possibly even using some more esoteric arts like arcana or nature to maybe find some patterns within the fire to stay ahead of it. If you don't do well on this check, maybe some of your allies will pick up the slack or not. Um, so with that, who wants to uh, to go first as this wall of fire is rushing towards you? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take the first napkin. Um, Vina is going to. I have now taken Swashbuckler's speed at level eight, so I am going to uh, kind of. I, I'm just going to whoever's nearest to me. I'm going to grab their wrist and just start sprinting, kind of bounding between objects, kind of trying to acrobatically make my way through the fire, just making sure I don't leave anybody behind. Yeah, please give me a check on that. First sure. roll, new season. All right, that's going to be a 25. All right, so uh, with with your 25, you are able to keep ahead. You you manage to gain a success uh, on this check, keeping ahead of the fire, looking out for some of your allies as you do so. So that's going to be one success here. Who wants to uh, take an action next? Uh, I'll go next. Yeah. So Thurston, looking around, are there any side paths out of the way of the flame? Right now, um, the flame has just come up, and it's more about getting getting ahead of it than than finding a path through right now. Um, so there aren't any side paths that you you think you're kind of needing to to make some distance between you and this wall of fire. While I am going to make a let me see here, what would be most appropriate? I'll make an athletics check to keep ahead of it. But in order to supplement that, I am also going to douse myself with one bottle of the pure water that I have. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to take away one of those and hopefully give myself a little bit of an advantage. I will knock myself down one of the very clean bottle of water. And then I'm going to make an athletics check. You stay ahead. Since, as you said, it's about staying ahead. Are you oh. a big shot? Oh, yeah, I'm you pretty are. big. I got a yeah. 31. Yeah, you, Baldrick is is keeping up, keeping pace. This is definitely a success. You you aren't winded or anything. You're just you're seeing this and you keep ahead of the flames as they are roaring towards you, um, keeping pace with Volley in just a different way, more of like an endurance running forward. Who would like to go next? Um, I think I would. So we're in a cityscape, right? You are you are in a cityscape ablaze. Alrighty then. I'm going to uh seeing that the fire is approaching, knowing that flame rises but takes time to do so, uh I am going to very quickly uh look at the highest building around me, take mm -hmm. out my grappling hook, and then try to get enough leverage off of it uh to attempt to swing way forward and attempt to escape the blaze with my ingenuity okay okay i would say that would be an acrobatics check i'll give you a, a plus two bonus uh on that for your your ingenuity with the grappling hook most excellent and i'll compound your plus two bonus with a nanite surge as i allow all of my actualized cogitators to and just allow myself to maximize my speed yeah Let's rock. 25, baby. 
25 will also be a success. You you um, you don't do it with uh, maybe like the utmost grace, but it is enough to keep yourself ahead. You manage to 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 push on. In fact, you could tell that if you hadn't nanite surged um, and had some uh, some bonuses from the grappling hook, this might have been very tricky. But you you manage to keep ahead of the flame as well, um, seeing that it seemingly came out of nowhere. Uh, excellent, excellent. Rahua or Orin, who is next? I suppose, uh, yeah, I suppose I'll go. So I'm, despite being very wooden and apparently heavy, I'm quite athletic. So I think Rahu is, I'm gonna have to make an athletic check for him to try and get yeah. ahead of this fire and just outrun the burning. Absolutely. It'll be a 27. 27 is enough. Uh, the flames do not bother the man who is a tree, who is a being of cosmic energy. Um, you maintain, uh, you're slightly behind Baldric, um, but keeping up with your allies. In fact, this is enough to sort of push you all forward. Uh, or, and you don't even have to make a check. Your allies have kind of secured enough headway that you're able to keep up with them without even making a check. However, this is all further yes. compounded that as you get a little bit forward, you come upon a closed portcullis in the immediate street ahead of you. Um, now, the, the bars on this portcullis are, are fairly wide. You might be able to squeeze through it, um, but it could also potentially be lifted if enough of you work together on it. Um, so once again, I'm going to leave this up to the party to see how you want to handle as the flames are still sort of closing in on you. Um, and this portcullis seems to be the only the only immediate way out. Um, who would like to uh, to go first? I'll take the initiative. Orin immediately yeah. turns over the Baldrick on, like, like Baldrick, you know, you know how these things work, right? Yeah. Go. He slaps you on the back and he casts the spell fly. Just bam, <laughs> you have fly. You are able to fly for five minutes, and um, and he's and he's like, it's like I think I think there's a thing up on the top of it. Maybe it's like. If you if you can lift it, I'll I'll, I'll try to you know buffet the flames away here to give us time. Thurston, real quick, what's this portcullis yep. made of? Uh, it seems to be not like well-made iron, but some kind of like shoddy metal. Uh, about so giving me let me can, uh, can I make some kind of check or would I just know about how long do I have to prepare something in order to possibly destroy this? Um, are you thinking something like a coring? Like you're thinking something like a coring charge? I was thinking maybe, of using or? acid flask as demolition. Oh yeah, you could coring charge would be great against something like yeah. wood or stone. Acid's better for this. Give me, give me a crafting check here, or uh, engineering if you have that lore. I'll take uh, my turn or... back and get back my fly spell then. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Save that. <laughs> I'll just skip then. All right, screw me then. Wow. <laughs> I can use the fly to get to a weak point if it's necessary. I'll make a crafting, though. <laughs> hey, I like Baldrick's like, fuck, fuck your magic. I'm, I'm solving this with alchemy. Well, yeah, because, like, why would I do that when I could possibly just destroy it? Orange sulks. Uh, <laughs> no! See, that's not very good. That's just a 26, but, I mean, that's pretty good, considering. Um, are you going to keep it? Will it get me what I want to know? Uh, you don't know that. I hate you. Die. Yeah. 
I'm not gonna re-roll just because I want to save that in case I need it for something else. Will this Ab help me? Absolutely. It. Uh, you you manage to start to destabilize it. You make some more holes, which is probably gonna make it easier for people to slip through or potentially lift this up. But that would be your action. Who would like to go next? Uh, no. I think I'll go. I'll go. Uh, so seeing this portcullis, does it have any, like, the portcullis is obviously suspended uh, or otherwise operated via um, chains, right? Mm-hmm. They seem to be internal to the building. Internal to, okay, so they're not external. No. All right. Um, and on the other side, is there potentially a lever or anything that could be used to help open or Jimmy open the thing? With uh, with the, the smoke that's rising all around you here, it's difficult to see. Uh, it might be like doing acrobatics to get through might give you enough space to look if there is something on the other side to like open it or you know begin the process. Thurston, acrobatics yes. are for swashbucklers. That's Alpha true. Dimensional <laughs> assault and teleport yeah. half my speed through the portcullis and see if I happen to land upon a lever. And if I do, I will smash it down. Uh, you absolutely do. And in fact, that is enough for a for a critical success because you used a resource as you teleport through, you look around, you immediately see that there is something that can cause it to, to go up. That in combination with the acid, which is eaten away at some, what you can tell now is like rusted in place uh, part of this portcullis. By, by activating it, you, you cause this to, to move up, allowing you and your allies to get through. Um, as you all begin rushing through, you enter into something that's more of like a an open area, um, like a clearing within the urban sprawl, except you can tell that it's covered in collapsed runes, just buildings that have toppled over. They've been like this for a long time. Um, stones on top of stones, buildings on top of buildings that have collapsed here. You need to get through this somehow. Um, those of you who can fly can certainly fly over, but those of you who um, do not have fly, this would be something where you'd need like crafting architecture uh, or something like thievery to maybe find some leverage points to move through this type of terrain. I have thievery. Would 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 Odo uh, would would Vina like to look around and try to find like a a good place to sort of sneak through without having this all collapse on top of you? Yes, indeed. I would I Absolutely. would love that. I would love to roll this and yes. uh, it's going to be it's going to be OK. That's a 22. Can I roll above a 10, please? Thank you. Are you are you happy with a 22? Um, not exceptionally. You do have two hero points. Um, yeah, this is necessary for at least uh, three of my friends. Uh, so, yeah. I will uh, use a hero point. That allows you to re-roll your d20 and a bunch of other stuff. Yes, indeed. Uh, better. That's a 26. A 26 is absolutely enough for you to start maneuvering your way through the debris, finding a bit of a space where you can direct others to come in. Um, certainly, uh, some of your your allies can now uh, can now take advantage of this and join in. Who would like to go next? I'd be hmm. happy to go next. Yeah, uh, I am not. I am nimble, but I am not quite so nimble to fly. Uh, so I'm actually going to try and crafting to try and assist with her to widen this for people to get in there. Yeah, yeah, you can use it to sort of analyze, see what the best things to move would be. Yeah, please give me a crafting check, Ru, as as our our lovable tree fellow looks over all of this, scanning with your eyes. The flames lick at your back. 
Oh, a 28. Nice. Yes, 28. Uh, you are also able to identify um, some areas where uh, Vina is moving that would, you know, might, might, might cause some issues if she walked through them. So you point them out very, very diligently. You, you can feel that you're almost there and almost found a path through this. Um, who else would like to go as both Rahu and Vina are sort of making their way through this now? Well, I kind of don't have the best tricks in my book if, unless I want to spend spell slots. And I'm not super up for that. So I think what I'm going to do is uh, attempt to use my understanding of architecture to uh, find the most efficient path between these city buildings. Mm -hmm. um, would you allow a society or crafting check? Uh, crafting would be the, the better of them. Here we go. I'm an experienced shipbuilder. Buildings can't be that different. That's a 31. Apparently oh. not. Um, your your nautical senses somehow translate to urban development in a way that uh, boggles the mind, but is enough for you to push on forward through. And as you do so, uh, you are able to lead your fellow allies and those who can fly can certainly just fly above. Um, and you find yourself now like out of past the runes and in this this open area. The, the smoke here has become all encompassing, really. Um, you have a little area around you, like a break in the smoke that seems to to be shrinking with every second. The the sky above, for those of you with like flight or wings, it almost is, is too treacherous to move into because you, know, you can't breathe in that kind of environment. So so all of you come together, uh, sort of in the in the middle of this square, having come through, and this is where you um, see something, something swirling, something moving within the flames, and and it takes. On this this tangible look at this point the thing in the fire is approaching you um and i'm going to give each of you one check you can use either deception to create a diversion intimidation to try to shout it off religion to ward it off somehow or stealth to hide and i'm just gonna go in the order of my choosing then i'll start with oren what would you like to do as this Ape in the fire seems to be moving towards you. I am going to use stealth mm -hmm. as uh, Orin has learned to become a lot more sneakier as of late since his previous encounter. So I'm going to try and sneak away. Okay, give me a stealth check. That is a 24 to stealth, and I'm going to okay. accept that. All right, all right, all right. You're trying to find, but Orin, you're not. You're not finding a good, a good place to hide here. It's fairly open. The only cover you have is from the smoke itself, and it's almost like this, this thing in the in the, in the darkness and the fire can sense you. Um, that brings us to Tanhauser. How are you uh, handling this situation as the form advances on you? Tanhauser does not flee. Uh, taking out his sword, he will plunge it into the ground, dragging it along him and actually step forward towards it. I'm not so afraid of infernos. In fact, I'm quite good at quenching them. Uh, and I'm going to try to intimidate it. Uh, into backing the fuck off. Give me that roll. Let's see. Party. Ooh, there you go. Very nice. Very good. Very good. Yeah, okay. Speaker D roll big. 
Yeah, it seems it seems like the the entity in the fire momentarily flinches, but but your allies need to to be part of this as well. It can't just be one person here, and uh, that will bring us to Baldric. How are you reacting to this? Hmm. What are are there any other possible things that can be taken cover behind? Anything at all? Or is, like, it, is it just like hosed? Some broken stone bits here and there. Like you can make a stealth check and that would represent you finding something. I could. I will. Okay. Okay. And I do not take a penalty from armor checks or stealth. Go! Hey. How's a 32 do? 32 is absolutely great. Baldrick, you have worked with Tannhauser enough to know that as Tannhauser takes to the, the, the grandstand stage and um, makes his proclamations, you know the best place for you is to be hidden and ready to follow up, which you immediately snap into doing, finding a chunk of broken debris that must have been flung out here at the very edge of the, the sort of fire fog that's encompassing the area, and you manage to position yourself behind it, ready to, ready to strike it at a moment's notice. And as you do, that leaves two of your allies still to figure out what they're going to do. Rahua, what are you doing? Uh, Rahua is going to back up Tannhauser, just kind of loom behind him, this ethereal, almost alien presence, wordlessly staring deep into these whatever entity is emerging from the flames, as to say that it will find no purchase here, and these flames, too, will die out like the rest. And I'm going to try and intimidate do it up. Oh, that was I, not saw so the, good. I saw the 20. I, oh, you saw the 20? It's fine. You know what? I'll, we'll, we'll hear a point. We'll hear a point. I'm not satisfied with that. Be Thank the you. hero! Godspeed! There we go. Ah, better! Yay! You flinch momentarily, Rahua, as whatever this thing is. Uh, as you look at the, the shadow, the swirling shadow within the flame, there is some connection, some something that goes beyond the material as you look at it. And there is this brief moment before you steal yourself as you realize you are a being of anarchy. You are the mote of change in this cosmos. Um, and you're ready to take this on, immediately stepping behind Tannhauser and following, as you said. Um, and, and this entity then takes a moment to, to flinch as well. That brings us uh, to Vina. Uh, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to uh, back up Tannhauser and Rahua. Um, I'm going to see if I can't, you know, as they're kind of making their stand, they're puffing out their chests, they're being intimidating. From behind them, I'm going to kind of, uh, for emphasis, ducking behind, uh, try and make them seem more intimidating. I'm going to try to deceive this thing into thinking that there is so much more cosmic power behind these two than it could ever imagine, and I'm going to fire off two shots from the uh, Martinet's two guns, just this streak of light into the sky like a flare, and just kind of try to bolster them a little bit with my Deception. Give me that Deception, please. Uh, I get a nat one and shoot them in the head. No, that's a 28. Uh, very good, very good. 
All right. Um, with that, you you unleash the the brilliant light of the Martinet's pistols. Uh, the the bolts going off, streaking before being consumed by the choking smoke that has now almost enveloped you. All of you uh, are in your positions now, um, with some of you readying yourselves, Orin slightly aback, Baldrick taking a position to, to ambush, um, and Tannhauser, Ruhu, and Vina boldly stepping into uh, the, the darkness of the smoky mists to confront this thing. And as you do so, the smoke becomes almost all-encompassing. It, it's almost like a dark gray black. And then, then there is a single sound that drowns out even the flames, the licking, crackling flames around. As Tannhauser, you knock on the door of Baldrick's house. You have now returned from the Swamps of the Solitude after a several weeks' journey back following your encounter with Ribius, uh, and you have returned to the home of your friend. Your entrance back into Outset was mostly uneventful. Um, you, you know, thought you might have to elab like elaborately sneak your way into the city, but it seems that no one was even interested in your presence when you arrived and you managed to to move in with, with no no uh, no problems but now you are at the front of Baldrick's home and you have knocked on it are you saying anything uh, Tanhauser as you knock on the door uh does the door instantly open with the first knock uh no okay no i'm just going to knock a lot more frequently okay does it like increase in tempo yeah, just, it's just yeah and then when it's not, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like slowly build, like one moment, please, Baldrick. I'm getting and 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 as as you you approach here, um, uh, yeah, figure steps out, um, and and you see the armored plated figure of Crunch of Legibet, the, the, the Smith Knight, who somehow opens the door to Baldrick's house. As, as you look, um, noticing the two doors side by side, but as, as the door opens, Tannhauser, you see beyond Crunch, a wall has been broken down between the two homes. Hello, Crunch. It has been too long. <laughs> I, 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 I've been praying to all of the gods that the rook, the bishop, sometimes even the baron, to be quite honest. It's a good pleasure to see you all again. Oh, Baldrick will be so ecstatic. I mean, he's been rather quiet lately. You know. I'm sure, I'm sure the, the laughter of you and your... Come in, come in, come in. And Crunch steps aside. Um, can can y'all describe as you, like, are walking into Baldrick's house what the what, what this looks like? Like, what does the camera pan? over and see as, as you all step through the threshold. Uh, have we been able to, like, get the swamp guck off of us by now? Uh, yes, you have you have managed to get swamp guck <laughs> off of you. All right. Excellent. But yeah, I imagine uh, the party probably looks pretty good at this point. Orin and Vina certainly look less rotten. Uh, I imagine people are in high ish spirits. Yeah, Tenhauser will walk in with that kind of quiet intensity he always keeps with him, you know, cloak uh -huh. looming. 
Just look uh-huh. around, notice the broken wall, just look at Crunch. I love what you've done to the place. But it was necessary to, you know, to, 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 to coordinate it. So much to, so, so much to do, all of the, the revolutioning. Mm, good thought. Thank you for doing this to our house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the place looks fantastic. Crunch, it is so good to see you. It feels like it's been years. Oh, at least, at least, at least a year. Yeah, I just it's only been a few, a few months. Oh, yeah, I certainly missed them quite a bit. <laughs> Where's Baldrick at? Oh, somewhere in the back. I, I, I shout, Baldrick, Baldrick, guests, guests. Baldrick, we missed you. At Rahua and Oren, what does your entrance look like? Um. Orin's is kind of like helping lead Rahua as he's carrying a large wooden looking spherical shape um, either on his back or forward or so. And Orin's is kind of like kind of motioning him, giving him signals with his wings and hands going, you're good. You're good. You're good. Are, are you sure? Are you sure? I'm just trying to angle it. It's in the doorway. Just, just what angle it this way. What do you mean angle it? It's, it's over it. I can't actually angle just it through try, it. Just, just too try wide. another direction with it. Just, uh, just, just try to put it hold, this uh, way. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I can I can fix this. I can fix this. Hold on. And, and Rahua will cradle the spheroid object in one arm. It's one of his giant big fucking arms. But with the other, he will push on the door frame to Baldrick's house and widen it. However much he needs to find <laughs> and maybe it'll break. I don't know, but he can fix it. I'm sure it's it's all yeah. the same material. Yeah. And it's little little bird feet pitter patter around you, and wings are going left and right, just kind of like to kind of help you balance things, but not really touching it nor helping. It's it's I'm the most unhelpful friend. Like you're moving a couch. <laughs> oh, oh, stop! It, it, it's okay. It's okay. I, I've got this. But, please, but, uh, please stop. Just be careful with it. Yes, I'm being as careful as I possibly can, but I'm the only one holding it right now. Just stop. Ted Halsabrina, could you pull it from the other side? All right, all right, I got it, I got you. Just go through the legs and push. Why don't we just roll it? We can't roll it, it's precious cargo. Uh, as all of this uh, happens uh, and the sound of the, the door frame being uh, split further open, um, Erndel, would you like to describe uh, the alchemist Baldrick's uh, return from the rear of his household and walking into all of this? Uh, Baldrick has pushed open the door to his actual, the workshop component of his house where no one else is allowed and is seeing them breaking open the door and has immediately given up, and he is just going to go into the the kitchen part to watch because he has given up trying to corral these people. <laughs> All right, you can continue with the the egg. Uh, okay, egg skip blow forward. So. <laughs> okay, okay, we're moving it. We're moving it here. Now move. Okay, we need help if I put my shield back. down, and perhaps we put it on the shield and use it like a sled. Would that maybe? Yeah, help? that'll help out. All right, for the, for the glory of legend, and places there. All right, oh, I'm it's good to see you, Mister Crunch. Very good to see you. I'm very glad as, I can help you with whatever this things, is. As he's pushing stuff and everything, Orin will see you, Baldrick. Like Mister Baldrick, I missed you. Hey guys. I, ho- I hope Welcome your trip back. back w- hope your trip back was okay. And he kind of pushes, uh, helps for who, and then push it the uh, the wooden orb forward. 
you too, Baldrick. I really hated your friend, but it's really good to see you, friend. Oh, Vic, Vic wasn't that bad. Yes, she was. She was, she was not okay. very good. <laughs> she, she, she was. Yes, she was yes. kind of. A, she was kind of a bitch, but you know, God forbid women do anything. <laughs> Rahul will take a moment to anarchic barrage, Fina. Let's all get our highest level spells and just. Yeah. DPS done. I'm going to cast. Oh, I'm not going to cast that one yet. No. We're fine. We're cool. So, on that note, where the hell is she? Did she manage to ditch you guys or what? Uh, where did Victrix go? She left at Zabble Zaps, deciding yeah. not to return to the city with you. She split off before we head back to we headed back to Outset. Uh, decided to just kind of chill at Zabble Zaps for a bit. She's probably returning to uh, whatever swamp pit she originates from. Yeah, she told us we weren't cool enough papas for us to hang out with, so she just left us and told us to go kick rocks. Not that, doesn't even so, me. that doesn't sound like something she would say word for word, but sure, I'll believe that. <laughs> Stare at Alki for putting words in my fucking mouth. I kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did I say? We weren't cool enough papas for this. I'm like, what the I fuck? I didn't say that. Yes, you did. No, I no, didn't. He didn't say that at all. Yeah. Oh, Rick, are you delusional? Mm. Hey, how about you explain what the hell the egg is first? Oh, uh. So that's so. This was given to me by the giant frog god person, and and I've been taking care of it ever since. And it grew up to this big. And he gestures, wings and hands and all. Oh, think uh, there goes speaker. Speaker. Anyway, yeah, and things and hands yeah. and all. So he kind of um gestures to it and stuff. And it's like, and I've been taking care of it and rocking it and loving it and in in its mind. He's a wonderful mother. I've Congratulations, been, I, Baldrick. All right. Yeah, before you're like you a godfather go, now. Before you guys go acting like this is supposed to be normal, how about you explain a few things first? Okay. Number one, why is the egg here? Well, where else is it supposed to go? I don't think we're prepared to explain that. Yeah, I brought mm. it home. Yeah, why are you trying to force an egg through my door? So it could be safe inside. And, and if it hatches, I'd rather it be in here than out there. And it, it just points out and just like menacing symbols showing outside. It's like Why? sad, the saddest street, just like light rain coming down. Tumbleweed goes by. Why didn't you wait to come in before we could find something else out? I could have tried to take my door off its hinges before you wrecked it. Well, we would have to do some kind of renovation to the properties nearby. And do you know how hard it is to set up a shell organization to buy another property when you're marked for death? Rahul, it's not what an the easy hell thing. are you talking about? You're literally trying to push an egg through my door when I didn't take my door off the hinges, which I, I'm easy. willing to sacrifice space for the egg. I think it's fascinating. You're missing my point. What a guy he is. You are missing my point. I have a question. Is the wall between Baldrick's house and Kronch's house destroyed and there's a door or something? Oh, yes. Yeah, like, like there. so there's two doors that are side by side for the two houses, and then there is a wall that divided them. The wall has clearly been broken out. <laughs> oh, well, can oh, I yeah. put this, can I put this in your defining line, Mr. Kronch? Uh, yes, it's, I, should, should we put it on the shield again? That, that seemed to help. Oh, uh, yes, please. I, 
I really right. love the fact that I'm being 1,000% ignored. I'll just go ahead. <laughs> You're good. No, I've been I've been being ignored. It's fine. Continue. Continue, egg. It's like, uh, Orin takes care of that, but basically just like, it's like, well, sorry, Mr. Podrick, but, you know, it's been a nervous journey the entire time. I thought Outset Customs would have taken it, but we were able to get by with no problem. Oh, yes, things have... Things have changed. There was, there was that parade a while back, and, and things happened there, and then there was... Honestly, so many Tyrus dead. Guild hasn't been here. What was what? that? Nothing. Wait, you're saying the Tyrant's Guild hasn't been around? What happened with this parade? It sounds like we missed a party. Oh, no, the parade is nothing to, to worry about. It was a thing that happened. I'm sure you'll hear about it later. But uh, the Tyrant's Guild just haven't been interested here. Huh. Well, that's good to hear. Last thing I want to deal with is the fucking Tyrant's Guild right now. Mm. Cue dramatic entrance. I have a bad no one expects a tyrant inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> we barely had to bribe or kill anyone on our way into the city. I get the feeling that we are currently having our revolutionary breeding grounds be subject to bread and circuses. Yeah, how's how, how are the wanted posters? What's our bounty like right now? Thurston, how is it looking? And um, they they seem to have mostly disappeared. And in fact, it seems like any of the signs that are up or maybe just they were forgotten about. It seems like and Baldrick, you've noticed this from your time here. There's just been no pressure on you, like even the usual routine stuff you deal with, such as, you know, incarceration or harassment just hasn't been happening. It's been very quiet. Hmm. But yeah, sorry, Mr. Baldrick. Where's your door? I'll, uh, I'll help fix it. Whatever. Get the egg in. Come on. Okay. Okay. Pushes the egg inside with Grunt. Yeah. Shield sled gets egg in. Very good. Welcome back. As I said, it's good to see you all again. I was hoping to have your return for for what I'm sure is 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 Tannhaus's part new plan as part of the next phase of the revolution. Oh, indeed, I have a great many schemes, plans upon plans upon plans to bring the revolution back to outset. Yes. Oh. Do we know what that plan is right now? Well, first we should deal with the egg. That is true. The egg is a very important part of the revolution. Baldrick, do you have any fresh linens? We need to create a nest. It looks like Baldrick stepped back into his laboratory. Oh, well, then he won't mind. I start going through his uh, linen closet. <laughs> I'm sure Baldrick missed us a hell of a lot, huh? I mean, what good friends are we? Right? Yeah, it starts eating from his fridge. Just <laughs> drinking his milk from the carton. <laughs> Not from the carton. Like just mouth over the window. Like mouth over hole. Just oh, just start chugging. Oh man, I really, I, I think this house is a little bit dark despite its renovations. I think we need some light in here. But who's gonna punch a hole in the wall? <laughs> I will say though, would it have killed to clean up a little bit? <laughs> like throw shit on the ground. Like <laughs> 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 who, 
I, honestly, how do you live in a place as dirty as this? I mean, there's holes in the walls all over. <laughs> yes. As as this uh, this event carries on, um, there is like a a meek knock on the 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 distended door, like a. Hello? I got it. Hello, and like a a figure um, sort of peers through, and you see this this half elven um, face with with spectacles on and these sort of long robes of the um, the architects guild. As you you recognize uh, Marlene, the person who gave you your um, your first uh, your first ever mission in the city together, uh, she pokes her head through and then sort of looks. Up. Ah, very, very good. I, I'd heard you'd all returned. Uh, I, I figured when I heard of a group that involved a, um, a, a, a walking tree, a winged fellow, a, a, a blue-skinned woman, um, the, the, a machine man, and also, um, pauses, a wooden sphere, that um, it was probably you. Oh, oh shit. Uh, have you told the cops? What? Uh, uh, no? Ah, wonderful! That it's great to see you again, Marlene. Oh, Mar Mar Marlene has been great help to the to, to the revolution. Crunch says, like coming up, she's been helping us organize and and made pamphlets and and, and meetings. Mm, that's good. That's good. I'm glad you've been working on your praxis, Marlene. Yes, well, after the the events of, of Derek Sandrin House and its collapse into the sinkhole, uh, I, I, I thought it, it it was it was a wonderful change uh, that that building was was old and, and and new, better construction could go there. So I I had to support it. Mm. Indeed. Now then. What progress have you all made regarding the revolution? I assume there is a bloody tally you've reaped. They look at each other awkwardly. Um. Oh, 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 um, 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 um. Oh, well, um, we've been to several town halls. Right. Ah. Yes. And you bombed them. Well... We thought it best to, to, to voice our concerns. We, we, we started off with 60 people, uh, very vocal following the Derg. And then, of course, we went down to about 30 people on the second meeting. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That third meeting, though, that was the worst. Only seven of them showed up. Oh, uh, what, uh, why didn't the people show up? The, have you ever been to one of those town hall meetings? Uh, the, the Pilaster Review Boards? Oh, it's, it's no, I'm going to. It's, it's, it's the doldrums. You have people who will come in there and talk about the most mundane things, and they'll go on for so long. I yes. see. Well, yes, that's why you're supposed to organize a workers' council to deal with that. You, 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 hold on a moment. You're telling me that you brought the revolutionary meetings into the town hall and you addressed them with the local municipal authorities? They look at each other awkwardly again. Uh, oh, oh, no, 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 um... 
uh, we had our meetings in private, in fact, here, um, and then we were all riled up and we went, but, but we figured it would be impolite if we if we didn't let others speak, because th there was a queue, so then we had to wait for the queue to finish, and that was where all the citizens... Oh, yeah, it was very, very bad. One of the citizens, he went on for about 30 minutes about... What, 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 what was it, Molly? Oh, oh. Um, I believe it was the plant density um, in, in, in a certain uh, region of the, the northwestern portion. Plant density went on about it for, for a long time. I, we actually lost some members to that. Can you believe it? They didn't have the, the temerity to stay and be with their convictions. To be fair, you don't fuck with tree law. Tree law is important, yes. <sighs> All right. It seems as if there has been a major misunderstanding in how best to organize a revolutionary front. For one, we are not operating within civic systems. We shall be bringing fire and rage and death to them so that we can build them again from the ground anew. And the second thing is that you need to make sure you maintain revolutionary fervor. You shouldn't be letting people talk for hours about plans. You should allow them to address their concerns within five-minute windows and then control the discourse in such a way to direct them. You're, you're supposed to be the vanguard party. They look at each other awkwardly again. Um, well, um... Uh, there's always Dale. Yeah, well, we really want to know. Dale is a bit of a loose cannon. Mm, tell me more about this Dale. Oh, he just, he just good. He attended the, the, the post-Durg meetings, but really, um, he kept asking where the guns were and the bombs were. Yes, it was good. We, we had to stop having our, our, our meetings near near this house because we were afraid he would try to get into Baldrick's office. This Dale seems like an upstanding fellow. I think we'll need to contact him. Well, I, I don't know where he went. He kind of wandered off into the streets muttering about finding his own bombs and guns. Is it possible for you all to organize another meeting? Oh, yes, yes, yes. We, we scheduled our next one. It's three weeks from now. Is it possible to organize a meeting? Oh, oh, no, you don't understand. You don't understand. Lucille's having the shower next weekend, so we can't interfere with that. And then, well, Roger's going on to one of the other plasters for a bit, has to has to do some work out there, some contract work. So we're, we're, we're trying to scale. It's very, very difficult. To All right, we will be scheduling a meeting for later this week. And whoever comes, comes. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, and I leave it to the rest of you to ensure you maximize the amount of people who come. If such and such has the shower, you can take a shower in your own home. Oh, no, 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 not a candle. No, not a candle. No, not that kind of shower. Where's Baldrick? Or, yeah. an, uh. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, whatever, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go get Baldrick. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's in the back. Just continue on. No, my only bit is that Orm's going to raise his hand and be like, be sure to put on the papers that this meeting is mandatory. 
Oh, that's that's a good idea. That 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 I think will help. Yes, very much. Amari, would you like to come? You have better penmanship. It's very difficult for me to to write with the the contents. Oh yes, of course. We'll we'll we'll, we'll go draft that up right now. Uh, Tenazer is going to walk up to where Baldric went to and try and go retrieve his friend. Yeah. So, like the, the uh, Erndil, do you want to describe the sealed door to your private workspace? Yeah, it looks just like kind of one of those tall vault doors that you would probably more likely see in a secured banking establishment or like the bulkhead on a ship or something, a metal one. And it's, it looks like it's been stolen and repurposed to seal this up. It's not locked at the moment. It's just closed. Tannhauser will grab whatever opening apparatus there is and then try and just open the door and get in. It opens surprisingly easy. Baldric! Ah! We did not just travel for weeks through the swamp for you to sit alone in your room. Do you have any idea what they've done to the revolution? I figured that was more on your front. Well, I figured that you also were a fellow terrorist. Well, well, you're a terrorist and the revolutionary. Regardless, it's of your same interest. I don't recall the terrorism and the revolution going hand in hand in this situation. I've been plotting more ideas while they've been doing this. The only issue is, is that they seemed a lot more milk toast about what they wanted to do, but not exactly willing to tell them no, in case you had an idea of how you wanted to run things. All right. Well, then I would ask very kindly that you join our meeting and we discuss our next target because it becomes of great interest to me to ensure that the revolutionary spark doesn't die down simply because the tyrant's guild eases up pressure on these people's throats that's part of the problem i've been sitting here for the couple weeks it's been taking you guys to get back here trying to figure out what exactly our next spot's going to be. The problem is that because they're not being open or overt with their policing, in fact, it's hard to tell they're even here at all at the moment, it's hard for me to pick out a pattern. They're kind of just keeping quiet, which is good in the short term for everyone else, but in the long term for my plans, it helps them a lot and me not at all. Then perhaps we should set our eyes on another pilaster. I don't think we have this one under our control just yet, or have not removed the Tyrant's Guild from this one yet. But... Exactly. But that's the thing. The Tyrant's Guild hasn't been putting pressure on this location, likely because they know revolutionary sympathies are beginning to brew. As a result, they may be attempting to kill our movement with kindness. Therefore, it behooves us to target outside of this area. Uh, fine, fine, fine. Listen, I need to get an int I need to get information from you guys beyond the egg that you so kindly bashed through my door about the trip back. We still have a lot to talk about in case you don't remember. Yes, indeed we do. Why don't you come down and we discuss this together? In just a moment, need to finish this one up. He's, he's just kind of 
fiddling with a, a small apparatus. You note that there is a large object in the corner what has a large tarp draped over it. Is there's it like glowing green? Like is there's there like a faint a glow in wall. any little cracks of like the 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 coverage? You can't see much about it, but it's just sitting there quietly. Makes no noise, just sits there glowing. What are you working on, if I may ask? Main thing is this is a component for and Baldrick's going to tilt his head slightly to the side and kind of jerk a corner of it over towards the object below the tarp. This. I really cannot, for the purposes of keeping this secure, tell you anything about it. What does that mean? It do you think means... I talk? Yes, I do, actually. You talk do... a lot. Yes, but I'm not going to bring up your secret bomb didn't say it was a bomb. But what is it? I can't tell you, because you might use it as some kind of propaganda for your revolution. Baldrick, on my honor as a revolutionary, for the immediate future, I will not use it as propaganda. We'll discuss it later, but we'll discuss it. Mm -hmm. I Fine. Oh. You see where the heck that halfling went. About that, I figured I should be the one to break the news. Unfortunately, our friend Squelchfoot didn't make it. Let me hear it from the rest of them. He's going to uh, get up and place the object he was working on down and back out into the foyer so we could talk with everyone else. Very good, very good, very good. Yeah, you you walk back out to the foyer where everyone's kind of like taken taken a moment to to relax a bit now that they are out of the uh, the, the the open streets and no longer in a swamp. Lauren, stop drinking the milk like a caveman. Hey, hey, you mind your own business. <laughs> All right. Now, Rahula, we gotta plug up these walls before Baldrick gets <laughs> He sees Baldrick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or what are you talking about? He's still in his lair. Baldrick points to the uh, the crossbow at at not at Rahua at Oren. Right. What? You mind putting that back in the cold storage? Here. <laughs> Puts it back slowly. <laughs> he also accepted. Did you look at the expiration date before you started drinking? Nah, nah the chunkier the better for Or. <laughs> No, he's not he's not telling him what specifically that jug was an experiment for. <laughs> Come on, foyer, get out of my kitchen. Okay. <laughs> Haven't ate anything <laughs> like all day. And Oren Oren leaves. That's not my concern. So, Baldrick, how the hell have you been? Busy. Getting nowhere, but busy. Hmm. Well, I guess it's a good thing we're back now, huh? On that. Tannhauser mentioned something of particular note to me. Namely yeah. regarding the fate of Mr. Squelchfoot. Yeah. Care to elaborate? Picturn was... already afflicted with the rot by the time we all met. 
Over the course of our little journey together, it got progressively worse and worse, coming to a head when we went to Ribius's cave. Unfortunately, by that time, there was no saving him. He wasn't sponsored, like Orn and myself, so... There was nothing to be done. No, he was rotten before we met him. There wasn't anything we could have done anyway. Hmm. Maybe. Hate to have that thought, but you're probably right. Well, it's done is done. At least he's... Hmm. Well, I trust you took care of whatever happened afterwards. We did. We uh, gave him a proper burial and moved right along. How much we've done about it? All right. As long as you've got information needed from the frog, that's all that matters. Mm. You Not did really get information all that out of Rivius, right? Of course. Well, that wasn't nothing. And Oren and I are uh, back to a hundred percent. It seems, at least close to it. Yeah, Oren is now like on the other side of the room. He's like, he's like, like it's a big egg, so he's kind of like arms stretched out, kind of like, kind of like pushed on it or whatever. He's his ears to it. He's like, it's kicking. It's kicking. It's kicking. Should it be able to kick by now? Oh God! A piece know. of the wood falls off. Oh. Uh-oh. Puts it back, puts it back, puts it back, puts it back. No, you don't put it, don't put it back on. piece collapses. Puts What's it back, a... puts it back, puts it back, puts it back. More, more. Puts it back, puts it back. It's opening. Orin, just what breathe. shit just is breathe, that? Orin. I'm not ready uh, to be a dad. But, Too bad, but... it comes for us all. <laughs> In what? I can't believe I get to witness the miracle of childbirth. I gotta lie down. Uh, Oren, would yes. you like to describe what happens next? So, uh, as he's kind of hugging it, you know, he explains to Baldrick, going, well, we see Mr. Baldrick Ribius uh, was a big frog. I'll, I'll lead up to it, don't worry. Mm-hmm. And uh, in case we didn't get the context, context Mr. Baldrick, and, and, uh, there, and we made a deal with the giant frog that if he let, if he let him eat me, you know, then maybe I could I could save one of my friends and uh, well, this is Gorgamunk. Uh, and then it, it starts cracking open. And then as he's trying to fervently put it in, scared that the egg is breaking, everything cracks open. And what is in the form of an egg, and you would Baldrick would notice is like one of like chunks of his wooden arm have been missing. This was like super mangled. He's been kind of like nursing it the entire time. And uh, you'll see that the giant, this giant wooden egg just kind of like splinters apart and what comes out of it, like these kind of big wings come out and everything else. And it looks like a big, like in terms of large size for Pathfinder 2nd Edition, and a wooden dragon kind of thing made of bramble, like brambles and branches and leaves and all this other stuff. And it emerges from the egg. And... We didn't have enough time to get like all sorts of fantastic art or so, so I think I'm a bit of a character designer myself, so I put this together, you know, to represent the token today until we get something else. Oh. It's beautiful. 
Character design's my passion. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now, Zorin, I do have to ask. Yeah? Is that a nose or is that a second smiley face? That was the question I was going to ask in the pre-show, but he stopped me from asking. Yes. <laughs> okay. I guess we're not ready for the answer. Wow, like, it it has your eyes, Orin. <laughs> I, just, I just look at I just look at Vina. Are they supposed to be this ugly when they hatch? I mean, it's a baby. Come on, go easy on it. Oh God, it's alive. It's all is it? So, <laughs> so <laughs> would you mind moving that over to the adjacent foyer? Through there, as he points through the hole in the wall to crotch side of it. Does this look like a natal hospital to you? No, but but before anything, Mister Bodger, do you have any food or anything that we could borrow? I mean, Gorgamonger here is probably hungry, right, Gorgamonger? What does it eat? Does it eat? If it's food, you're not going to just be borrowing it. I don't like that. I don't like that it does the fucking wah thing. All right, look. All right, look, here's the problem. We level the level eight, and we, and we had that. We we practically retrained for the time or so. So I literally have like the Beastmaster for your type, and this thing is technically a large mature companion. <laughs> so it's it doesn't need the wah. So I'm like wah. the entire wah. time, you know. It is basically. <laughs> Wee. Not way. <laughs> it doesn't Wee. do that. No. No. It doesn't do that. So, so I can't believe you brought a baby dragon into here. It's only, a, it's only a baby dragon, you. <laughs> uh, he will. He will. He will kind of push Quirkmonger to go to the other side uh, of the foyer. Like he's like, you just rest here. You know, we'll see if Mr. Bodger can help us get some food. And he looks at Mr. Bodger with the most puppy dog eyes, mm. hoping Mr. Bodger will help. Bodger says nothing, but he will. He will watch you go. Uh, may maybe, maybe it's time to go back to Flive Guys, and uh, you know, get our get get our get our fly points. How about we not get food from the fly merchant? That seems like a very smart choice. I know there's a market nearby where you can buy food for eating. He's going to stare at Vina like, do I the no, fuck do you want to go to the flea market to get pickles? <laughs> because I mean, they I make the best good. pickles, Baldrick. Everyone knows that fleas make great pickles. That's true. No, they don't. Do they? The bug that. folk are very talented. Not at making food for us. That's very presumptuous. I had a very good burger. You don't eat food. Shut up! <laughs> I know. So I tried to fit in. <laughs> Fine. Fuck you. I won't. I won't cast create food. Eat shit, Baldrick. <laughs> Last time you now tried to create food, you created a live chicken and boiled it in front of us. I it don't want your food. I didn't cast that spell. I just made that happen. I don't think that's good for the baby. Orn raises a hand. You crave food when you motherfucker. I'll end you. Do you understand me? Dad said we. Dad said I don't create good food, so we're all going to go to the fucking fly merchant to get food now. I hope you're happy. Look, or we could go to Grandma Sweets. Oh shit! You're right. 
What are you talking about? Her storefront was destroyed by the goddamn Iron Baron. She could come back. Is it not back? I don't back? know where she... Let's she's, just go to the damn market, She's been please. dead in that building ever since we left. <laughs> oh, my God, no! Wait, can I make a narrative declaration to why she's been dead in that building since we left? No, I'm very declare that it's not the case. I have more hair place here. Can I re-narrative declare? No, 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 no. I don't want to think about Grandma's sweet decomposing for a year. I don't think you want to start this game, Soren. You don't want to play this game because I'm going to use a villain point to make a thing and it's just going downhill. Oh, I have the control of the panel. Oh, you have three You have three villain points? Not anymore, fucko. Thurston. Yes. I am taking the reins. I am going to the market. Wait. Okay. Okay. So, so Baldrick, you as as this chaos energy is happening, I'm, take, I'm taking fight. Volley and going Vina and going to the market. He knows her as Volley. Okay. So <laughs> as you as you like 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 gra- grab uh, Volley uh, to your to your mindset and um, go go towards the door, um, you 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 open it even though it's like closed, but the the, the hinges are slightly distended now because of the egg. As you open it, standing outside in front of your home is a skeleton. Um, a human skeleton that is standing upright. Its arms are extended outwards and it holds an envelope on it. However, the thing that is notable about this skeleton is not that it is a, you know, dry, desiccated or like a you know, kind of ossified creature. It's that it's plated in gold. What the Can fuck? I roll outset? Well, I don't have outset. Society. All right, I will so- roll a society. You no! say you, you saying words out loud with that mouth? It's thirty-one. Yeah. Um. So, menial undead are certainly a, a thing in outset. They are used for a variety of of tasks. Families will often um to to you know make ends meet will donate the corpses of their loved ones um for for some coin and then those corpses are animated which you know menial undead to do a lot of labor and work and outside it's how a city like this can actively you know have construction and whatnot so they're used in a lot of different ways it, couriers is certainly one of them the gold plating on this skeleton denotes two things. One, that this comes from a, a different pilaster than here. Um, and two, such, even though it is a menial skeleton, it's very likely um, that this is some magical enhancements or whatnot, or belongs to someone of incredible importance within the city. You wouldn't just send a, a skeleton cl- uh, coated in gold unless one of two things. One, you don't care if you lose your gold-coated skeleton and have that many resources, or two, you're confident no one is going to fuck with you. Um, and so th- those are the immediate things. The like You've heard rumors that in some areas of like the king, queens, and princes pilaster that these couriers might be common, but they certainly never show up out here. Okay. Can I get any further information about which one it's from, or is this just a general idea? This is a a general idea. It doesn't have any markings on it. In fact, like one thing you notice is that it's very intentional. Like it does not look like there are any intentional markings on this beyond its gold plated uh, and the envelope it carries. Baldrick will take the envelope and look it over. 
Yeah, as soon as you grab it, the skeleton takes two steps back, its arms go to its side, it bows forward, it turns, and it begins walking off. Um, as you take the envelope, you see that it has a seal on it. Um, some some kind of, of sigil is in gray, or it's in wax, like a red wax, um, which you, you can see on it. Um, and do you have any appropriate lore, like heraldry lore or anything? Negative. Uh, okay. I have nothing that would help me with that. I'm going to pass it to, uh, to Volley. Molly, okay. he's going to just pass it to the side to her. Uh-huh. Could you open this, please? Sure. I'm going to very cautiously kind of <laughs> slide it open. Are you, Are like, you like, angling it out like it's like, you know, the explode? It's like a claymore, this side explodes. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it. very, very carefully pulling out like one of my little thievery tools and kind of like very carefully opening it in case it's like anthrax. <laughs> uh, give me a thievery check. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that is a 28 for you. Okay, cool. Um, you manage to, um, you, you manage to to slice just the, the 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 wax seal off as you do so, um, and you're kind of like holding it an angle to make sure, yeah, nothing's going to explode or murder you. Two things happen as this uh, occurs. First off, the, um, the the pressed down portion almost springs up. The the paper used on this envelope is some kind of like notable make like it's got like durability it's not cheap paper that's for sure on, on the envelope or the inside uh then you all of you hear this ting sound as something falls out from the envelope and lands on the uh, on the ground oh everybody um, get down oh uh, yeah yeah you, you 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 immediately shout get down does anyone want to make reflex saves Orin immediately goes, oh, watch out, Mr. President, and he kind of like tackles Gorgamunger, but nothing really happens because he's so big, but he does it anyway. <laughs> Reflex save. Yeah. <laughs> Thurston, instead of ducking for cover, can I take a perception to see what it is that fell? Absolutely. Okay. Orin got a 29. Okay, cool. Oh, I saw the one, and I almost got excited. Nice. Um, it is a... a a, a single platinum piece. Um, the only time Baldrick has ever seen an outset minted platinum piece was the one time he went to one of the city's museums. And it was behind various like, you know, garden and, and, and keys. With a leather glove clad hand, Baldrick mm -hmm. is going to bend down and grab it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so you pick it up. It has on one side um, the, the 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 sigil of outset, and on the other side, it has the a depiction of the prince. Hmm. Very interesting. What the hell is that? Molly, it's a platinum piece. Just a regular platinum piece? Oh, it's an outset platinum piece, but. Platinum's platinum everywhere for the most part. Uh, can I can I roll a crafting to see if this is actually a platinum piece or if someone's pranking us? Yeah, give me a give me give me a uh, craft check. I can't wait to break this in half using my fucking fingers. <laughs> no, I got a nat twenty instead for a thirty-eight. Nice. A nat twenty is enough, even without um, 
even without your, you know, not being someone who's trained in magical schools, you're you're looking at this. This is incredibly pure platinum. In fact, like the weight, everything about this is right. Um, the fact that it's not tarnished means it's probably something that hasn't been in circulation or has been like stored somewhere for a long time. But with your crit, you're also able to tell this is a magical item as well. This is a highly valuable um, platinum coin that also has some sort of um, magical effect on it, though, you, you know, you don't know magic yourself. I am you not just magical. However, we have many magic do users, so I'm going to uh, he's going to turn to Volley and say, stay here a sec. I'm going to take a look at this. We're going to the market. Just give me a give me a minute. Sure, sure. Uh, there's also a letter in the envelope, too. I should. I don't give a shit about what no fucker wrote. I'm going to look at this coin. OK, <laughs> she, she can read that if she wants to. I'm going inside. I want to look at this coin. Yeah, I'll read the letter. Yeah, read the letter. Okay. So yeah, as, as Baldrick brushes past you with the coin going back inside, while you stand there and read the letter, you you realize that the the letter itself is actually a series of directions. Um, and then at the bottom of it, there is some kind of like uh, uncanny valley level of, of detailing that um, shows a map of a region um, in, in the city, and the directions seem to be directions that are specifically from where you are now to a location um, in the city. Do you have um, survival or society, Val? You can give me a check, either, whatever's best. Oh shit, they got ye olde map quest. Uh, yeah, I've got, uh, I've got society. Yeah, give me a society. Society. I've also got underworld, if that applies, but I don't think it does. Uh, no, not here. Uh, that's two for a twelve. Uh, you're not. Uh, yeah, that's that's not. I'm not gonna, from here. Yeah, you're like this is a map. I might be able to follow it. Maybe there's a lot of up and down. I'm not used to that on this uh, on this here map. Oof, God, I always forget how convoluted outset is. Uh, Baldrick, well, you you go back inside. Um, you've got the coin. What are you doing with it? Is uh, going up to who's closest? It'd probably be like Rahua, I would presume. Probably Rahua, standing ominously, just just there in the uh, the foyer. Rahua, got a question. Sure. Would you happen to be able to identify any sort of magical effect on this? I know for a fact it's magical, just don't know what. Possibly, I might be able to help you out. He passes the coin over. It all right, I have detect magic as a cantrip. Okay. Um, now I've never like done anything higher level. Am I able to cast detect magic at a higher level? Just to uh, you can. It's not. It's not really uh, important here. It's more going to be you can um, make a. Um, there's a couple different like checks you could make here, but generally you'll want to do like a religion check, um, just to to use your you know religious uh, knowledge to see if you can identify it. Sure. Let me give you that check for you. Oh, 21. Um, you're not quite able to identify this. Um, it's yeah, it's strange. Um, you you do not know what this is with that result. Hmm. Is anyone else versed in outsets religious bodies? I'm not quite getting a read on this one. Religiosity, no. I'm familiar with occultist ideas, if that has any overlap. 
Orin walks up. I can give it a shot. Yeah, sure. Might as well. Orin looks at Orin picks out the paper confidently. <clears throat> flip paper, looks at it, rolls religion. Got 14. Okay, not what bad. I, I was hoping for the one for the I don't know how to read actually. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a there's a person's face on this, Orin. Not a damn clue. Hands it back. Oh. Maybe I could take a shot in the dark. <laughs> I like I like speaker. Let me in. Let me in, coach. Let me in. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. tag me in. Tag me in. I was hoping to get like a arcana. <laughs> arcana would work, you say? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> well, I have to be a master of arcana. Ooh. Are you sure? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't <laughs> fucking say it. No, I didn't. Natural one podcast listeners. Why did you say it? Uh, Rolled in that one. If for if a reminder of folks, like uh, the hero point system allows us to use hero points to re-roll and stuff. And normally in Pathfinder 2nd Edition, you'd be able to re-roll natural ones. Like, oh no, because that's a critical failure. Uh, we don't do that on the show because uh, we allow chat to contribute to stuff to balance things a little bit more of chat helping us out if you roll a natural one we can't re-roll it so you suck with that and for people on patreon.com for slash narrative declaration we take uh complication submissions that our patrons do and we apply it to the player so so thurston i guess as you're looking up for a complication oh i've got one okay excellent. i was gonna buy you for time but if you got one no, I think I think I got a real good one here. This is from Carsis uh, Dithakwa. Very good. Um, this is called the Outset Orphan Gang. Um, <clears throat> PC fails to check a gang of roaming children led by girl start throwing rocks at the party. <laughs> so as you're like, mm, what's this? What's this? And then you just start hearing this thunk, 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 thunk. Thunk, thunk, as rocks are now being uh, completely destroying your concentration. Like, clearly, as a master Orin, of the arcane, you would have made on this. The but... <laughs> points on the windows. Go, Tanhead, could you check that out? There's a lot of thumping going out. And he points at one of the potential Idea. windows. I'll open up the window. What's going on out there? Uh. Do I have out. to do this? There you go, Odo. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Hey, can I have that big fucking orb? No, it's broken. It hatched into a beautiful child. Fuck! <laughs> can I have the child? Let me check. Oren, can he have the child? Oren comes to the window. What's your offer? <laughs> I got, wow. Um, I got this, yeah. this, I got this bigger rock. And I've also got uh, a slightly smaller rock, but I think this one's got like a little fucking geode in it. I don't know. Let's let's just give it a try. I'm gonna our, our it through score. the window at full speed. Can you? Can I nerve to declare that's an attack? Yes. <laughs> on on Houser? Yes. You you sure can, Chief. All right, all right, girl. Roll roll against my AC. Roll now. a d20, please. Yeah, watch this. Watch the watch. Watch this uh, horrible child. I wanted get to get one, one up on you. Pennywise a one. Yeah. I called it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, chat. I, I I I have a question for you, chat. Um, 
if an NPC controlled by a player critically fails, does, does that also trigger subsequent complication? Chat, is this? Yeah, okay, complication, double complication. Okay, yeah, see, it seems like chat wants to. Okay, okay, give me one sec here. Okay, uh, if you want to start stalling now, Zorin, go ahead, please. It's <laughs> not. Like he motions Gorgamonger over. He's like, "Hey, do you think that's worth it for a trade? It, it, is that what it is? You see the dragon just shakes its you head. You don't no, want my like, response. Uh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, no. It's like, okay, okay. It's like, it's like, it looks at Tanner's going. See if you could swindle the G out of the child. Orin, this child is far too hungover for us to be taking advantage of them. If you want to swindle this child, I must say, I think that is a negative thing to do. What we should do is rob the child. Okay, I was about to ask, are you running a revolution or not? But now you were talking. (laughs) We're revolutionizing child abuse now. We're revolving into hell. <laughs> this is my tweet we more sex. about the show Rock Grind. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Willing to trade your dragon for anything less than at least six gallons of earth blood or water. And I don't see any gallons, Orin. Do you? Well, we could make gallons of earth blood with the children. No, that's normal blood. That's different. You can't oh. put it in your vehicle. What's a vehicle? It's a sort of thing made out of metal and blades. Oh. You saw that? The chainsaw car. Oh, I thought that was a big metal monster. What the fuck is happening? We're delaying and horse-shitting until Thurston finds a fucking complication. Our bit is running dry, (laughs) and the river is gone. We're fucking struggling. Yeah, yeah, this this hungover child is going to cock back uh, a hand to to start hucking another rock before you just hear a, Oh, God, I feel the change is upon me. Oh, no. My form will be glorious. I feel the ascension coming, ah! and just starts sprinting down the uh, sprinting down the thoroughfare, screaming about some some entity by the name of Brembo. All right, I'm just gonna close the window. We're gonna pretend we didn't hear any of that. Okay, shit. okay, yeah, he's he nails the window Thanks shut. Yeah. Jumper three three nine for manifest Brembo had to get it out of the out of the the, the way. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, thanks for your complication. Patreon.com for us near well, declaration. Since Are... nobody could identify the coin, uh, Baldrick's gonna pocket it, and we're going to move forward. Can I? Can yep. I? Can, can I perhaps uh, get another shot at a higher difficulty? Thurston, uh, I'll let you do occultism. Okay, I have that. All right. He'll he'll give it to you one more time. Can try I with occultism? Can I? That's a really great time to waste more of our time with another one. Yay. It's not a waste. It's never a waste. It's a good oh, it time with friends. <laughs> it was right there. I, hold on, hold on. Oh, Don't worry. Don't worry, Tannhauser. I got this. Can I also roll for occultism, Thurston? Yes. I'm fishing. I'm fishing real good. Oh my god. Oh, I hate this. 
Yeah, lower row. Fifteen. I love. Okay, we are never going to accomplish like, anything. Ooh, it's a, it's a, it's a platinum coin. There's like eight people like looking at this coin. Like hey, we're, we're all, we're we're all poor. We've way. never seen that much money before. I'll <laughs> drink. <laughs> Thurston Hillman on call GM. I cast object whispers. That is my final answer. It is not psychoactively. Fucking All right. I take it. I'm going to open up the window. If you still have that geode, we might be willing to trick. Baldrick's going to take the coin back from him. All right. That's enough of this. Baldrick. What? Who looks at the coin? We're rich. No, we're not. Or looks at the coin and points at it. We're rich. We're rich. We're rich. We're rich. We're rich. We're rich. Kill the rich. And I'm going to grab one of them by the I trusted you. Excuse me a moment. I'm going to get a an artisan sound effect to represent what happens next. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> he just leaves. Slamming <laughs> door. And on the we're rich, how about we take our break? Sure. Will we ever accomplish anything? Stay tuned for Welcome more. Plot <laughs> successfully derailed. Let's oh, go. I can't wait for pick turn coin form. <laughs> we we can't we can't identify a fucking coin. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> It's, I'm gonna go. It's I'm gonna tell you right now, Thurston. We're yep. gonna. Me and Vali, Vani are going to go out, and we are going. Who the fuck to is Vani? Vani. I want you to make it, do it Vino. wrong every time Vimto. and never say your name right. Because oh. I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep in character because he doesn't know her fucking name. <laughs> Cut me a fucking break. Can I continue my thought? You Maybe. thought. Yeah. Wow. Can't say that yeah. on Twitch. Don't say that again. I push you. <laughs> I, you know, I just forget it. Just go to the go to break. I quit. Continue. Okay. What? <laughs> Zorin is about to die. What do you mean? When he dies, he will die in real life forever. This is funny, but it doesn't have to be. Through your support on Patreon, we can find a way to incrementally slow this train before he is destroyed in complete agony forever. In exchange for your patronage, you'll receive access to the show early. Unique monsters, lore, spells, and items. What a deal. And that's not even counting your early access to stream VODs, behind-the-scenes content, and more. That's a lot of value! Just listen to this testimonial from a longtime patron. Who is this Zorin guy again? Terrific stuff. Please, head over to patreon.com forward slash narrative declaration. Because, if you don't... And we're back. Hello. That's why a flesh Voltron would be bad. (laughs) It's like a human centipede, but from Japan. I believe in a flesh Voltron. I think I think they should have skin. I agree. Yeah. Flesh Ultron. They should also bleed. You know, just for fun. I agree with that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I like it. I like it. It's it's horrifying. Um, you know, curse. Yeah, some cursed things. Look, as the person responsible for the creative vision of Starfinder, I'm not going to say that we're going to have giant flesh mechs now, but... All of a sudden... I am now like, playing Starfinder. Junie, we got... Junie, we're going to put this on this whiteboard, and you're going to have to develop this. Yeah. Flesh mechs, question mark? 
flush mech exclamation point in block letters. What in the HR True. So good, so good. Okay, but we are back. Thurston, what do you have for us? I think we were. Yeah, I believe you just gotten a mysterious letter. You were talking about going to the the the, the merchants potentially, but now Vali has this map that um, sure seems to not be comprehensible to Vali. So so far we have a a coin and a map uh, that have yet to be identified. Uh, I'm gonna hand the map to. Baldric, because he lives here, so he might know where this is. Uh, Thurston, should I roll for this, huh? Society? Uh, yeah, you can immediately tell that it is a um a, a map that leads from the Pons Palaster to the Prince's Palaster, the central Palaster of the city, what and sort the of the, fuck? the hub. Um, yeah, let me let me just go to the Prince's Palaster. That seems like a very good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can give me a society check, though, too. Yeah, I'll give you it. a society. Sure. Here, yeah. take my society. It's oh. 28. Oh, nice. 28. Yeah, yeah. So taking um, the letter that Davina had provided you, you look at it and you're able to tell that this is like going through the the lower um, levels of the, the pilaster. So like under the, the, the proper pilaster, kind of in the the commons area where where the whole city is generally connected. Um, and it's it goes through like a series of snaking and winding paths to to lead to whatever the ultimate destination is. Hmm. But it's a very specific location. Was there a note enclosed? There was. It's a map to go to the pond or the principal Esther from here. Perhaps the letter will answer some of our lingering questions. The letter is just instructions. That's all it is, is how to get to the location. Suspicious. And I will hold on to it until later. I don't think it's particularly pressing. I'm going to look it over for any time specific instructions or if it's just like, you know, these are directions. Uh, it, it appears to just be directions. It means we can tackle it a little later. Probably going sure. to wait I, later. I don't know if I believe that this person wouldn't have sent the missive without time. To, they're not just going to wait at the rendezvous point forever. That's I think it pressing. Yeah, it might be worth scouting out. One of us who's uh, a little quieter, I guess that would be me, uh, sneaking up there and seeing who's waiting for us. Orn raises his hand. I could help out. Yeah, you could turn into a little spider or something, or I, whatever sort I, of learned, crawlies they have in the prince's palace. Well, well, I was talking to Gorgamonger as you guys were staring at that round, shiny object, and uh, and also on our way here, I figured out how to. Uh, I finally turn into a bird. You're just now able to turn into a bird? Look, it's complicated, haven't, okay? Haven't you been a bird this whole time? All right. <laughs> Look, don't don't judge me. Like, don't point it out, okay? The, the logic's weird. It's like, you know is what? it someone I balanced understand. my ability to go up and down? <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Pathfinder 2nd Edition is so mean to avian creatures. It really it's, is. It's discriminatory. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to go check it out, I can pass you the map to take a look. 
It may mm. behoove us not to send one, but many. After all, this could easily be a trap, and if it's a trap, it would require all four of us to fight out of. Possibly. Hence, the hence, idea is just to scout it out. Hence my point about we can wait until later. Because if that skeleton come to my door when I wasn't here for one reason or another, it would have had to wait anyway. I could have been gone for a couple days. They don't know that I was going to be here at this exact time. Which means, without instructions, they're not waiting for me to come at any specific time. Or any of you, really, I guess. Hmm. I still think it's worth scouting out. At least looking around the area and seeing what may be waiting for us. We can do it from a safe distance, at least. As do I. Very well. Vali and Oren, I believe this is your realm of expertise. But what shall the rest of us do in the interim? Well, he's going to glance at the uh, freshly born dragon that is going, No, he's not. And he is going to gesture to that and say, Well, why don't you get that up to speed? You want oh. me to rear the child? I'm suggesting all of you do that since you push it past my door. Well, he does remember how you all, you know, the, the, the thing. He remembers us killing him? Yeah. That's fucked up. What? Hey, this would be a point where I would go, why again? But I will. Fucking wet. Should we tell him we're sorry? I mean, Gorgon Munger would like to meet you all. We can skip uh, over this and so we don't have a whole fucking conversation. How's it going, buddy? Where? What's going on? Where? Like, I'm probably glancing over. Handshake. Yeah, good job, bro. You really soloed me that fight. You know, like, good match. Good match. And then it's good done. Games, games. If anyone doesn't want to spend the time talking to our new dragon friend, you can, of course, check out the location. If you're careful and quiet about it, it shouldn't be an issue. Going as a mob is only going to attract further attention, and if we're all going to go to scout first, then what's the point in just not going entirely? Mm. Is that a good point? That is true. I don't want us to walk into a trap, but at the very least, we can all head in that direction. Two of us can scout ahead, see what we're up against, and if there is an ambush, then we'll know to... Make sure the rest of you can run. Uh, Baldrick's going to hold up that coin and say, oh, we're still taking that trip to the market because I'm going to find someone who can identify this. Should it's I not make us food then? Baldrick's going to fucking glare at Rahua. All right. So is it uh, Vina and Orin going to scout out the location? Everybody else going to the market? It sounds yeah. like it. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Or, okay. or, or look at down at his survival skill and ask a voice in his head. Is that is that a good idea? <laughs> Y'all make your own choices. That sounds like we're splitting. Uh. <laughs> All right. That's what oh, we're boy. doing, Thurston. Split the party. <laughs> we're splitting up in town. Yeah. You know, I actually am just realizing I have a bunch of spells that are 
really good in a situation to where we are in a trap. So I think I will go with Vita and Oren. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Oren will cast right. Pet Cash on Gorgamunger to stow him away because having a giant nature dragon will cause a lot of attention. So he will go boop, 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 boop. And he will okay. cast Pet Cash. So swoop, brings him in under his uh, little poncho thing. And uh, he just, just right in there. And now he's hidden. Can what I, the fuck? Can I um, swap out a spell on the way there that I prepared? Um, typically not, but, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of into like a little, little off moment. Maybe you hadn't pre prepared all your spells specifically for today. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you in this case. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll just swap out uh, my stone skin for fly just in case. Yeah. Cool, cool. Idea. All right, which group do you want to start with then? Uh, Rahu and Baldric or the others? I think Rahu and Baldric shopping yeah. should be yeah. precedent. Rahu and Baldric. All right, shopping. yeah. Shopping. Yeah, abs absolutely. So, shopping. so as we've established before, you you sort of make your way towards um, the nearby Emporium of Blotus. I'm not going uh, to Blotus's for food. Are you kidding me? Oh, okay. You're not going to go to Lotus's? I'll look. Okay. If we need to have him identify it, I'll go to him. But like, I made that pretty emphatically clear last time. Okay. So, okay. So, what what specific uh, type of place are you looking for? Literally, just going to like a general market, and there may be some shops around. I can do a society to find that because I would yeah, assume absolutely. I do shop for food around here. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Like you know where to like get food in general. You don't have to give me a society check for that. That's okay, fine. Good. And from there, I will attempt to find someone who can identify magical objects, or maybe does it as a profession. Let's say. There's all uh, kinds yeah. of unemployed wizards. There's, kind, there's all kinds of poor people. They might be magical. Yeah. So, like in the possible <laughs> the poor harmon. Wow. Um, there. The, like along sort of the uh, here we go let's whoop um need not only need token in this scene. oh yeah that would help this is the one map i forgot to click that on because i was a fool blub blub thank you uh, all right there we go okay so um we haven't done like maps without tokens for a while um all right so kind of like along the the western edge of the ponds pilaster here in, in the northwest you, you you sort of make your your way alone and as you as you do so you come to sort of like general market squares um where you can purchase whatever you would like um now well within reason um yeah. this the market here only goes up to a a certain level of purchasing so based on the specific pilaster you're in you can only you know get like hey xyz level so up to here is like you're basically able to get like up to item level six equipment essentially um just because this is like a fairly impoverished part of the city. Um, as you you start in investigating, though, you you can find that there are there are merchants. However, a lot of them who do their like identification services, um, they can't guarantee service, but they sure will charge regardless. Mm. Is there any way I can consult locals about it, or like do some just checking around to see if I can conjure together information about who's got a good skill rating with regards to it. 
Yeah. Um, so in this case, you'd probably like if you're just like going about gathering information, that'd probably be the thing. So that'd be like a diplomacy kind of thing. Um, ah, good. Yeah. Not society. Um, society would be more like knowing about the, the society itself. Um, you could, uh, for example, like spend some time to do personal research on it, just going about as well. So like without asking people, you could like maybe go check out like, you know, a local like small library or whatnot here that they have. Even in the Pons Palaster, they have just to consult some books. So you could do that if you'd like as well. Yeah, I'll do that. Sure. Okay. That'll be. I, I uh, if I said because I don't have diplomacy to check with, and I'm assuming Rahua yours is not very good either. Ah, uh, no. Yeah, no. So we'll we'll do our own research to get this coin identified because I'm not going to wander into some meeting with someone only to find out this was a coin imbued with the magic of Spawn Five Fireball. Sure. So we'll I guess we'll research. So that'll be yeah. society. Absolutely. Okay, here we go. Nice, that's a three. I'm going to reroll that with a hero point. Absolutely. 17 is nowhere near where I want it to be. Do it. I ask God to give me another chance. Give you better roll. Re I love the option to reroll and keep the worse result. Yes. Like uh, for fortune effects will do that. There's spells that do that to you. That's very fucking funny. Yes. Reroll is to make hero quest. Oh, that's just one point better at 18. Thank you. Uh, you you spend quite some time like researching around and but certainly it's it's a high quality mint. Um, the outside city symbol, uh, the symbol of the prince like these these this is kind of one of the most austere coins you can get in the city. But as far as like figuring out like specifically when it was minted or any indicators of where it might have come from, you're coming up short on this. Would you like to try, or are you not society bound? Uh, I am. I have a plus zero to society. I have a plus one to diplomacy, but that's not going to help us here. Nope. All right. Guess. Uh, I guess we're going to turn up deuces as well. Good. Okay. Good. What if we go to Belotus and talk to Belotus? I hate that fly man. Yes, but he might be able to help us. Fine. We'll go to the fly bastard and we'll take whatever he can do. Let's go. We're going to get food there, too. No, we buy food <laughs> elsewhere. Thurston, Thurston, how much does it cost to buy food somewhere else? Um, It's so negligible, you wouldn't even have to. Like, you can just buy, like, stall food here for a couple of coppers. Like, at this point, you're, you're Thurston, party. Please deduct, 400 <laughs> please deduct 30 copper from our fucking people's it's like your it's it's like I eat the cow. All <laughs> roads lead to Okay, I'm can sorry. I'm sorry, you fucks, because I'll be like, yeah, like, you guys don't need to worry about it. And be like, uh, actually, we need to worry about this. This is very important. But then I'll be like, hey, guys, I need you to worry about this thing. And you're like, actually, that's not important. Thirsty. You shouldn't worry about this. How about you go by the whims of my convenience? Fucking game master. Thurston, I want you to know Thurston. that I was specifically Thurston. asking to spend 30 coppers so I could buy everyone nice pies. But if you're going to be a big meanie about it, I will just buy excrement and we will become the loathsome dung eaters. Very, oh, he's on, my Thurston. favorite. Yes, yes, yes. You know, declarations are a little bit strange, right? Like, okay. like it affects the world itself. How far reaching are narrative declarations? Give me your What's... ask. 
How many hero points do I have to give you to say that there is a famine going on? I will also donate one of First my hero points. alter the story now. <laughs> it's a I'll limited also, famine. I'll also put one. We call down. that hungry. Who who also is throwing into the let's put outside into a famine pool? I know that's I've not even an only one. Uh, Tanhauser, Vina, either of you want to chip in? What is wrong with you people? Hey, <laughs> look, make this helps Stan, your revolution, Thurston, or speaker. <laughs> sorry. Thurston's revolution. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm so used to yelling at that Thurston. That was the reveal. I the GM was behind the revolution. <laughs> I was on vacation for this. This is great. Hell yeah. There doesn't have to actually be a famine. I just wanted to feel useful. Like I could maybe cook again. Thurston, allow me to spend a hero point. We just wanted to ask that people in the city are dying. We are accelerating the death phase. No, not necessarily dying. They're just forced to resort to magical means like cook food and water because it tastes like shit. This is not World of Warcraft. You can't do that for everyone. Warcraft. Look, Thurston, if Thurston is entertaining the idea and putting the keys into my hands of the famine engine, then who am I to deny that? Thurston, oh, let me buy the damn pies so we can move on. Uh, you, you, you are able to purchase the pies. God forbid I do anything nice for you fuckers. <laughs> find a way to be like, all right, he wants to buy pies for us. Thurston, I would like to narratively declare that we are currently undergoing one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. The world so is dying. Yeah, we're just helping it along. Exactly. If you if you pull the, the tarp over Hulky, uh, it's, it was actually Alpha Boussel. <laughs> <laughs> my arm falls off. <laughs> Thurston, <laughs> how much damage does the setting take? Thurston, someone went to the outhouse. I need to roll how many times the tectonic plates shift and cause earthquakes, destroying multiple civilizations. <laughs> that would be one narrative declaration point, please. Right. Right. You jest, but you misunderstand the shitterfly effect. Shut up. Shut up. Just shut up for the love of God. <laughs> That's the PTSD of a man. That yeah, you're my favorite. Yeah. Give Rahua a hero point for that. that was I'm going bit. to I'm going okay. to turn into. I love you. the end of days. This is going to be like just like the end of Heart of Darkness, where I lay on the ground dying from a stab wound and I say the horror, the horror. <laughs> All right. So about that famine. <laughs> <laughs> so so that the food. Beer, oh, the yeah. food. <laughs> All right. So um, Baldrick is now holding several pies and you are making your way towards Blotus, the fly merchants establishment, um, the sort of austere building that has the the rise upstairs. And then you you see inside the, the colonnaded front of it where uh, once again, there's just the rows of sort of like um, draped fabrics that that kind of separate it in various um ever decreasing like like squares and rectangles of cutoff areas with different display cabinets. We're going to go find Blobus. We know we know where he is. We just have to follow the buzzing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to your... buy anything from him right now. I'm not looking to buy a car, a used car. Yeah, um, and as you carry on through, you can hear the, the soft buzzing of insects. Zzz, zzz, zzz. Um, 
which intensifies as you get closer. And then you see at the center of this place is the merchant known as Blotus the Fly Merchant, uh, who sits uh, amidst a pile of lavish um, rugs and pillows and this emaciated form with scraggled bits of hair, uh, only wearing essentially like a a loincloth and a like tattered cloak holding out what appears to be like a small animal cage, though there's no animal in it. Instead, there's just like a buzzing swarm of flies, which all the flies are easily going in and out of the bars. And Blotus um, looks up as both of you pass through, seeing you, Rahu and Baldrick, and it's like, oh, hello there. Hi, Blotus. Hi, Blotus. What can I help you with? Uh, Baldrick is going to dig into his pocket and retrieve the magical 10 gold platinum coin. And he is going to step up to Blotus. We have been up and down the damn pawns trying to figure this out, and no one we know can figure it out, and no one we can really try to raise for this is able to figure it out either. I know this thing is magical. I can feel it. I can sense it. At the very least, I just don't know what it is. I can certainly look at it, but there is a price. Thurston, what is the price for using the identification services of fucking Deckard Kane? <laughs> would you would you like to know the price? It may be too much for you. Uh-huh. He stares deep into your helmet. There is like a tension brewing between Blotus's intense gaze and Baldrick's uh, impassive stare back. Rahua, you feel the air crackle with energy. Woo. I would like a pie. Fine. I got one of these for Rahua anyway, but he doesn't really need it, right? It's true. And he will pass uh, he will pass Blotus the wood flavored pie he picked up. He takes the he takes the pie and as he takes it, he gently puts the cage down and twists the top so it like comes off and all of the flies buzz out in a swarm, um, just kind of like a sphere in the air. And he almost diligently puts the pie kind of at a weird angle because it doesn't fit properly in the cage, but puts it in the cage and then puts uh, like or lowers to put the lid back on and all the flies fly back in. And you just hear this like strange, tiny suckling sounds as the flies utterly consume the pie. The pie. The pie. And then. Blotus sticks out his free hand um, with a palm up, his gnarled fingers kind of grasping. All right, Blotus will take a look at it. Baldrick, very, uh, he gently places the coin in Blotus's hand politely. There you go. Mmm. Mm, he bites it. He uses it to like pick his ear slightly. He looks at it again, bites it again, starts like flipping it in the air up and down with his face. Oh, oh, all right, Blotus. Now you make the check. Please, not one. Okay. I s yeah, okay, good, fine. Sir Marrow uh, rolled Sir up. Marrow Squire. <laughs> I, I, have, I have that selected still for some it's reason. Out of here shopping. Um, Pepin appears to try yeah. and identify the coin. <laughs> 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 
Um, no, uh, Lotus, Lotus looks, at, looks at it, looks over to you. He flips it. Heads, it lands. The head of the prince is up. He smiles. Heads, flips it. Head of the prince is up. He continues doing this. It, it keeps saying heads and it keeps turning up heads. Yep. Lotus, may I have that for a second? <laughs> he hands it over to you, like chuckling to himself. Baldrick is going to angle it on his thumb and he's going to mm -hmm. flick it in the air after he says tails. It comes up and it lands on the symbol of the city. I will do that three times in a row and mm -hmm. say tails each time. Each time it comes up on the city. Well, that'll be interesting. <laughs> predictable. That's what it is. It's a predictable platinum piece. Normally they only come in the silver. <laughs> also, must be fun to play in very expensive games. <laughs> it's a it's a special coin. That's that's certain, especially from where it was minted from. And where would that be? Well, you see, it belongs to, and we cut to the other party now. Oh, thank God. Um, so Tannhauser, Orin, and Vina, you're making your way through the city. Um, and you're you're following this map, correct? Yep. Okay, so um, with this map, there are a couple options here. Would you like to... Um, would you like to use survival or society to kind of guide yourself via this? I uh, society. Society. Oren will do survival. Yeah, each of you can sort of like look over the map and like, fuck, we, we go this way. Um, give me checks. Uh, uh, 22? Well, you see, everyone, when I first came to the city, Ah, that's a natural one, Tannhauser. <laughs> <laughs> no! Mr. Tannhauser, oh, this way! But <laughs> Tannhauser, to Tannhauser. Hold on. This house, I need to burn it down. It's no, Mr. Tannhauser, that's an orphanage. I know they meant the, the people's money, but I need you to. <laughs> Mr. Tannhauser! <laughs> write that down, innocent. write that down. <laughs> I roll a 20. The orphans make the money. The orphans make the money. I roll a 24 on survival. Tannhauser, <laughs> like, no, they're innocent. Uh, they're only uh, a slave to the machine. They're a slave to the machine. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. One sec. I had a good one. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. One sec. Where was it? I need to pull it up real quick. One Mr. Tannhauser, uh, we can burn the house down later. But it offends me. Look, I understand, but here, Mr. Tenhouse, you know what we can do? The really inconvenience is money minting operation, even though it's open and seemingly unprotected for plot reasons. What? <laughs> uh, Horn hands him. Uh, hmm. Or looks around. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, I'm trying I to think of something. Or orange. Yeah. pipe bomb. Yeah, a pipe bomb. Or, or, a pipe bomb. <laughs> God giving him a fucking pipe bomb. The Why pipe not? bomb the orphanage. What's, what's <laughs> wrong with me not having Orin use conjure anthrax now. He gives him a a, a bramble bomb. Basically, he, he casts Tanglefoot. 
practically it did hands him like a ball of these vines and stuff and said, Here you go, Mr. Danhauser, you can toss it in there and all the all the all the vines and stuff will, will burst forth and it'll it'll uh, damage the building and some of the machines in there so it can slow down the operation. That's how we'll do it. Oh, golly gee, we won't hurt any orphanages in doing that, not with like a bump bump. That's not good enough. What's the turn? I take out my sword. I walk up to the wall. He's grabbing onto his cloak. Good enough. I take my sword and I go up to the wall. And I carve into the wall. Tannhauser was here. And then I move on. (laughs) Hey, Thurston, what was the complication? Uh, Tannhauser, can you give me a will save? Okay, sure. Uh-oh. <laughs> I about to say, that didn't sound like a complication. That sounded like Tannhauser well, is just doing it. You have to understand, we're, we're, we're delaying, 21. so he has to go through this whole spreadsheet of people's submissions, so we give him time. Yeah, the delaying turned into its own complication. Tannhauser, <laughs> <laughs> um, as this uh, event that you just participated in uh, occurs, um, you, like, feel something like your your optical uh nodes look around and you, you you feel for a moment as though there's something standing over your shoulder um for a moment you feel as though you're 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 breaching the veil and see things seeing things you were never intended to but your will is strong enough that your your mind actually blocks you off from seeing them so um thank you ring wraith uh 93 for that one uh but uh you let him have a save and he made his save so yeah, yeah. lack and alas he will have to just wonder what awful thing he missed thank god i am just lost he doesn't have enough insight yet i need more insight i need to take more magic. eyes 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 and i'll see all the omicrons all around the philosophy yeah. Is it also a situation where he's like, okay, I made my will save. Oh, thank goodness. This wasn't an orphanage orphanage minting money for the for the for the oppressive government. It's just a normal minting people with normal people in it who are evil. Oh, thank yeah. goodness I didn't do anything rash. <laughs> thank God I can kill them without impune. Finally. Oh my gosh! So as as all of that happens, uh, Oren, your your survival team with Volley Society is enough to to begin navigating, um, which you do, um, making your way away from the Pons Pilaster along one of the the grand causeways of the city. The the causeways themselves connect the various pilasters. Uh, sadly, they're the causeway uh, that leads into the. The um, the Pons Palaster, the sinkhole, uh, is partially collapsed, so you kind of have to like climb up it at like halfway point, um, and then you begin making your way into the the region known as the the Prince's Palaster, the sort of central largest of of the the settlement palasters. Um, and you you start seeing it in the distance from where you are along the causeway. It's composed of countless structures. It it is the tallest part of outset. It soars above everything. But you're not going there. Uh, instead, you find yourselves going through the the lower levels of the area. Um, and this is filled with all manner of different people and creatures milling up. Out. Um, you're, you're traveling in all sorts of different areas, um, finding, you know, more menial undead, merchants, traders. There are 
also several areas here that are composed almost entirely of like scribes. So people who are, you know, storing documents. Um, you see people moving in and out. There appear to be menial undead stationed all around as though they're monitoring these areas. Um, this this carries on, in fact, for, for quite a bit of time as, as you're traveling and navigating. You find that though you're in the, the, the commons, the sort of lower level of this uh, region, the further you you travel, the more you're actually making vertical headway, like rather than going into the uh, Prince's Palaster proper along the causeway, you've kind of gone down. Now you're snaking under the Palaster and moving up, going through like back alleys and hidden um, hidden passageways. Um, eventually, you, you start to, to realize you're, you're getting close to the intended uh, destination. You're probably a couple a couple uh, halls off from it at this point. Uh, there appear to not be a lot of people out and about here. They mostly seem to be people who are um, moving in like singular groups, like one or two people at a time. Hmm. Um, yeah, as we're kind of moving through these levels, I'm gonna uh, kind of do my best to just sort of appear as inconspicuous as possible. I am blue, so I'll probably put on like some kind of cloak, some kind of something to kind of be a little less ostentatious as we navigate through here. Yeah, like your clothing is ostentatious, like the color of your skin doesn't really like do anything here. There's a lot of different ancestries mulling about as you're traveling. Um, so you don't like you don't stand out um, for that. You stand out because you're like got the, the whole pirate attire. So yeah, you cloak, maybe tuck the, the hat away for a bit, kind of. Yep. Kind of hide out, but yeah, you realize you're getting close to the area. So are you kind of like, did you want to regroup before you went or are you just going to kind of keep going until you reach the location on the map? Yeah, let's regroup beforehand, kind of like uh, motioning with my head for Orin and Tannhauser to come down like an alleyway or something that I. Oh, yeah, there's see. tons of privacy here. Yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll take that uh, instruction. Let's let's uh, let's regroup. All right, so the idea is to play it a bit safe. Just make sure that we, you know, take a look at what's going on, figure out who or what was calling us to that location, and then report back to Baldric and Rahua. We shouldn't have any confrontations. We should try to avoid that as much as possible. Mm, I agree. Orn raises a hand. Yes, yes Orin. What if we get into a confrontation? Is there like a word I need to yell for that, that I'm in danger? Um, yeah, the word is, ah, oh, help, I'm in danger. And I think well, we'll a lot of people together. say that. Would you be original? Uh, anchovies. Okay. Anchovies <laughs> works. Very good. This is why you need me. I'm glad I came. <laughs> so true, bestie. Right. Well, um, I think that we should probably go as inconspicuously as possible. Oren, uh, you wanted to turn into a bird. Yeah. More of a bird than you already are. Yeah. All right. Probably want to do that now. Right now? Probably. Oh. 
I'm trying to delay and click the fucking button. <laughs> 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 click that subscribe right, 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 right now, right, right now. Yeah, yeah, Right about yeah. Okay, where fuck you? Right, what? Okay, he'll pretty much cast. Um, he'll 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 wild shape and. Uh, because I took the awesome thing as one of my feats, uh, pretty much called Soaring Shape at level eight, uh, I'm able to add bats in bird forms you know, uh, for with my wild sheep list. So I am going to apply bird. So wah, yeah. wah, wah, wah. I have now casted it upon myself and um, I basically turn into pretty much what kind of what you say, like like a Merlin, basically. And I start flapping around. I go, Rah! and you would hear that in a bird speak saying, what exactly am I looking for? We're keeping an uh, eye well, on. Yeah, uh, fly over the locale and see if you see anything strange. If it looks like an ambush, it will probably be uh, at least somewhat obvious. Rah! And he goes, and he flies off. Uh, okay. Orn flies off. This last, uh, my wild sheep will last for about, uh, I think it's like 10 minutes, if I remember right. And um, he, so I basically fly off and I would like to do a perception check. Um, as I'm flying around, keeping out, see if there's anything inconspicuous or something that would indicate me of what we're looking for. Okay. You begin flying down the, the sort of tight halls here and, and cramped spaces, um, keeping above. There, there there doesn't seem to be anyone walking these paths, but as you, you follow the, the, the map as you saw it, um, when you turn a corner, one of the, the final turns you're supposed to make, there is a wall there. Okay. So it, like you're supposed to turn off here, but there is a wall blocking it. I turn around. I, I, I go to the wall, you know, okay. pitter patter, hop, 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 and I peck at the wall, see if it does anything. Give me a wall save. <laughs> wall Just wall. Not a will save! There's a natural one. No! <laughs> oh, God. Oh no! God we're gonna We're gonna lose him. It's time to re-roll. We're gonna have to go back oh to that God. fucking swamp. Can't no re-rolls on natural ones. Yeah, can't re-roll it. Yep. I yeah. mean, re-roll is like character re-roll. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. Um, well, let's find out. Wow, we've had so many complications. This is great, everybody. Yeah, I guess everybody's getting their money's worth. I can't believe we're in fucking dirt. Dead, yeah. Um... No, that one I have to save for Avina. Actually, the Final Fantasy Demon Wall. I just beat Final Fantasy IV again recently, and... <laughs> Love that fight. Did not realize you can reflect the little doors things. I'm just trying to make time as I'm still looking here. Um, God, saves. I need some good saves. Ooh, no, we've used that one before. But thanks, chat. You're all great. Uh, a log if to only we had a famine. <laughs> yes, if only we had a famine. Then that would solve everything. Everything. It would. It would yeah. tie everything together. Famine is the key to all this. Oh. So true. Arnold, yeah. the inner monologue and going like, 
I was looking for the thing, for the wall, for the thing, the the the, the wall on the map, okay. the map that's okay. for us. Okay. <laughs> okay. So as you're pecking the wall, there's some like there's some kind of interaction between your your polymorphic magic and other things, and I'm going to um, take this one from uh, Toad Killer Dog. Thank you, Toad Killer Dog. Um, this one's Thank called uh, Bazinga. Um, and as you're pecking at the wall. Um, you, 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 you're like, no, this isn't a real wall. And then you're like, you, you like turn your little bird head. And there is at the opposite end of the hall, a clown standing there holding several balloons. Um, and this clown is mocking you. And in fact, to make this really just, you know, go all the way. I'm going to allow Speaker D here to um, role play as the clown oh. um, that is holding balloons no. pointing at the bird. <laughs> well, would you look what we have here? <laughs> the like the bird is just coming through the rafters. <laughs> quack! Quack! <laughs> Is it, am I restrained at all? <laughs> no. <laughs> I I fucking leave. <laughs> yeah. Good call. Okay, you leave. I know. <laughs> no. No, I come back. I come no! back. My the little bird claws. No. <laughs> God damn it. Like, give me a second. Fuck. It's like, <laughs> you said you were running. I said, wait. <laughs> you decided to <laughs> give me a second. Now I decide as I'm flying away, you know, he's going <laughs> or whatever the fuck he's doing. I manly just like just take my tally pop I pop one of his balloons on the way out. And then I and I kinda kinda like flap hover and see if he's dismayed or not. What a real son of a bitch, you know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, you yes and me, you moron! <laughs> I don't know what else to follow up with that. I quack at you, I shit, and I leave. I can't believe this bird never went to improv school. I have no bits in my head right now, okay? This was curveballed at me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, patrons. You're the best. I'm sorry. I failed the bit. It's okay. You passed the bit. You have yeah. failed. It's okay, Zorin. I'm manifesting a tall clown at your location. <laughs> God, please. Uh, so this very frightened bird comes back to Tannhauser and Vina shortly after. They start mimicking and doing charades and stuff to explain the clown. What the hell is wrong with him? What's that boy? <laughs> Baldrick's stuck in a well? <laughs> the Joker? There was a fucking clown, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. well, you're, you're just scared. Yeah. Son of a bitch was at the hallway just talking. Wild like, shape and just you're just it was a fucking clown. Just talking about some shit. I mean, I, I pecked on a wall and I lost my fucking mind. And there was a there was a clown. You know, he had balloons and shit. I I, I popped all the balloons and then he said some shit. Said I suck at improv. I agreed and flew back. Oh, all right. So at the location we were supposed to meet these people at, there's just a wall. Assumedly, yes. Quack. Okay, no, you pecked no. the wall and you something happened to your brain? Yeah, the clown showed up. Rock. Okay, was it an actual clown or was it a figment of your imagination? Yes. Rock. 
Was it? <laughs> All right. Hold on a moment. Was it a real clown or just someone dressed up as one? Yes, Brock. What the fuck does that mean, Tanny? What, do you what mean? is a real clown? You're telling me you're not up on your clown lore. Can I roll for clown war? Clown lore with the society? Clown I will spend a narrative declaration to establish the existence of a clown war right now. I will pay you fifty dollars cash to make that happen. I have zero to society. Okay, I want to make a. I want to make a bet. Okay, I like betting. Okay. All right, all right, if I roll all right. a natural twenty, there is a. Mm -hmm. There was a clown war that existed in time. If I roll a natural, oh. I have plus zero to the society checks. So if there's a natural 20, there is indeed a clown war in factual lore. It'll be one of the inheritor lands. Absolutely. Okay, chat, drum roll, please. Oh, come on. Everyone else, like drum roll if you got, it's if you be got so it. Sad. It's not going to happen, okay? Like, as much as we're hyping it up, it's like, oh, it's going to happen. You're hyping it up. It's not going to happen. So here we go. Rolling. <laughs> I oh. saw that 20. Oh, I, I saw, saw 20. that 20. That was a two. It was Jordan a two. Jordan there, if you were a man of integrity, you would spend your last hero point and make sure there is a goddamn clown war. Okay. I'll allow it. We're to see heroes. I'm, I'm bringing down my hero point. Rolling for clown war. Oh. <laughs> And it's a two oh. again. It skipped the no! twenty again. It's teasing us. It, the clowns had the last laugh. That, that was that was me bumping the table so that it didn't do anything. <laughs> Tilt shifting. <laughs> we got so close. We were so close. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's all. I'm so glad that it's season three, over. episode one, is just gonna be called Clown War now. <laughs> 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 All right. Thanks. Thanks for your complications. Well, you too people, could influence the fate of time. If chat, if chat gives more hero points, I'll, I'll roll one <laughs> more time. <laughs> Anyways, what are you doing now? Okay, so uh, clowns aside, uh, let's talk this wall. Should we go and investigate it? See if there's anything magical going on? Chances. I mean, if anybody's going to be able to tell, it'd be you, Tanny. Chances are that if it forced our friend here to begin seeing clowns, well, it's more than likely an illusion. All it takes, all it might take, is someone strong enough to pierce beyond it. Let's give it a good college try. Mm. Well, let's sneak up, make sure nobody sees us if anybody's waiting on the other side. You've heard, you've heard of bread and circuses. Now get ready for clowns and milves. <laughs> <laughs> milves versus clowns coming to you this rock rind season this Sunday. I've heard of Dungeons and Dragons. We here have <laughs> something different. <laughs> we got clowns. Honkers on both sides. I'm gonna shove you into a window. Honkers and bonkers. I will shove you into a stained glass window. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Gave you you cannot hurt me anymore than they already yes. hurt the clowns. I missed you so much. <laughs> oh, I'm you're going to put me through a stained Art. glass window and it'll shatter your expectations for mills and clowns this Sunday. <laughs> this Sunday, only, only at the Pond's Palaster, see Gertrude versus 
Bozo, Dozo. <laughs> By God, that clown had a family. <laughs> Don't worry, Chad. Next episode, we'll get some things done. I assure oh, I you. Know. Next episode, we will not. This get is what this done. is what they want. Don't suppress their fun. Yeah. I'm going to suppress Don't worry. We like learned a lot about the clown war today. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna. So, Thurston, do I have your permission to begin working on the clown supplement? Yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> you have a different clown to be working on, fuckboy. Focus on that one first. <laughs> anyway, are we going to uh, the plot now? Yes. I guess. Yes. Okay. I actually okay. forgot what you guys were doing, genuinely. We're going what up to doing? a wall, dude. Okay. Yeah, or, or yes. explains uh, the the uh, Davina and Tannhauser that's like, hey, um, besides the weird clown stuff, Trying to investigate a wall, pecked at it, and nearly lost my mind. So there's something weird going on at the, at the wall. Yeah. So so yeah, you you lead them back at this point. Your wild shape ends. Yeah. Um, and you come Orn, back as they're tapping through orange. Like I suspect we need the coin. You know, if, if this is a portal way or something, we probably need that coin to get by, if anything. Mm. Yeah. Um, you get to the wall. Um, so. Tanhauser, you were uh, wanting to do something here. What were you looking at doing? I wanted to approach the wall and just mm -hmm. put my hand against it and disbelieve the wall. Will save! I would love to give you a will save. Uh, if I can find <laughs> proper tap. <laughs> I want another natural one. I don't reuse the same complication No, you better reuse but... that same complication. <laughs> What's this? Haunted clown wall. What? Haunted clown wall. <laughs> <laughs> the clown wall. I see the clown and I crush it. Uh, your hand goes right through the wall. As you can see, this masonry, much like your clown, is an illusion. Interesting. I'll uh, kind of gesture forward. Maybe I can hold the door open. Yeah, like honestly, once you've once you've like proven it in a way, you can kind of like guide your allies through. You don't think I'm crazy, do you, Mr. Tannhauser? Rock what? Yes. Oh, he looks down for <laughs> <and> sad. <laughs> Crazy in a fun way. Um, and so, so I assume you just kind of like, like yeah. Bali goes through and then you grab Orin and Orin's the last one. And like, as you're going through the illusory wall, Orin, there's like this brief flash of the clown appearing at the end of the hole, waving at you just as you're pulled through. Um, and you find yourselves in a, in another like dark hall, um, though it, th there is some light at the end of it. It looks as though the sort of evening sun is, is kind of beaming down through here. Um, and, and you can tell just from walking in here that this has not been used in quite some time. Like there's thick layers of dust on the ground, no footprints or anything like this is a, a passage that has not been used in a long time. Hmm. Well, if we got a letter for this today, this isn't adding up. Hmm. That coin, perhaps that mystically enchanted coin of some description. Maybe we could use that, or have to use that at the end of this passageway. Possibly. Should we head back for the others? Hmm. 
I don't think we have enough information, but by the time we get there, we may lose our chance to move forward. Hmm. Do you have any way to contact them? Let me think about that. Uh... We didn't think of a meeting point after, so Orin raises his hand saying, I could go fly around and go get them and bring them here, probably. I have an idea where they probably have gone. That's not a bad idea. Golly and I will continue the expedition. You will come and catch up with us. Should we approach yeah. anywhere that seems like we may need a coin or any sort of password, we'll back off and wait for you. That and since we destroyed the illusion, anybody could just wander down here. So it's good. It to didn't disappear. It. it didn't disappear. Oh, okay. It was just for you. Yeah. Like it's okay. still up. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll go find him. Very good. <laughs> and he's pitter patters over and. <laughs> so you're but, going back the way you came? Yeah. Yeah. Back the way I came, I'm off to go find. Uh, Baldrick and Rahua. Okay, okay. Uh, and then Vina and Tanhauser, what are you doing? Uh, um, we can just press ahead, I imagine. I'm gonna make sure to move as stealthily as I can in case anybody's mm -hmm. waiting here for us and just try not to be spotted. Sure, uh, give me a stealth check. Uh, Tanhauser, how are you approaching this? Um, yeah, if, if, are we expecting there to be, um, any other individuals down this hall? You have no idea. All you know is that at the end of this hall, it kind of there's steps that go up um, and then there's light. So it's obviously going somewhere outside. All right. I will also try to stealth. Yeah. I'm going to reroll my stealth. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I will also reroll my stealth. Ooh, a three and a two. Excellent. Uh, better. That's a 22. Uh, 20. Stop okay. copying me. I'm yeah. sorry, I can't. I can't help it. <laughs> all right, all right. So the besties patrol make their way up. Um, as you get closer and you begin sort of like slowly stepping up the stairs, um, you start to hear the rushing of water. This, this ch um, And there's this, this scent that hits you. It's this like... Something you're you're familiar with because you've been in the solitude so long. It's like thick vegetation, but it's not like the cloying style of the swamp. Instead, you find yourself coming out with like an area that has like various hanging plants. Um, you walk up and you, you realize you're in kind of like a large overhang balcony that stretches on for quite some way. There's colonnades with arches around that overlook a wide swath of the city. In fact, they seem to be overlooking towards the district of the Pons Palastra and the sinkhole and very high up. You you kind of realize like how high you're actually up now and it's quite impressive. Um, there are undead skeletons that are like polished um, white that move around. Um, they hold trays and on the trays there are um, glasses. Some of the glasses on the trays are like cracked and broken and unusable, but like that, that, that maybe like one out of every like six or so. Um, and they they have them full of water. Uh, and you just as you come up, you see one of the skeletons has sort of reached down and like filled up some of the glasses um, from from the fountain. You, you look around and there are several tables here. Um, all of them are like wood. They're covered. Uh, several of them are covered in a 
fairly thick patina of dust as though they've not been been sat at. One of them, however, is immaculate and in fact has like a sheet draped over it. And um, standing beside it, you see a man who is kind of gazing out over the overlook. Um, it's silver hair and the, the, the notable thing about this individual is that he has almost like a, a metallic skin. Um, and you're just seeing him from behind. Interesting. So like a very high collar neck piece. Um, and like the, the skin is almost like a gold, like a, like a brassy gold. Hmm. Uh. Um, he hasn't noticed us? Certainly not acting like it. Could I roll anything to maybe try and identify what this person could possibly be? Yeah, uh, Arcana. Okay, I got Arcana. A lore yeah. android wouldn't be appropriate. No, no, no. Uh, that's a 36. <laughs> yeah, this is a... Um... A, a type of um, like plain touched individual. This is a, a like, you know, kind of like how Vali is a sylph and touched by the, the old powers. This is a person who is touched by the perfection. Interesting. Perfect, right? We'll have to I restrain Rahua. Probably best he wasn't here on the uh, initial look. I'm going to take a close look at him. I know it's probably a long shot since we're looking at his back, but I just want to get a read on, like, his vibes. Does, does, do I get, like, a, a, does this guy give me the willies or is he kind of like, uh, you know, seems like a chill dude? Perception. Perception. Yes, indeed. Oh, natural 20. Uh, yeah, this person is incredibly calm and collected. Um, in fact, it's very clear that that he has noticed you. Fuck. Um, but just hasn't reacted. What's more noticeable, though, and this is the result of you getting a crit and a nat 20 here, is that along the edges um, by the arches as he sort of stands over and looks over the city, there are distinct shimmers in the air. Um, they appear to be about 15 feet tall of shimmering in the air, and you recognize the telltale sign of at least two invisible creatures that are distorting the area. And if you had to guess, they're about the size of like an ogre in the biggest plate armor you could imagine. Like just pressing that that threshold between like large size and huge sized. All right. I'm going to just straighten up. Well, I guess we're not as sneaky as we thought we were. Care to introduce yourself? Please sit. I think I would prefer you introduce yourself while we're standing. Uh, you seem to know who we are. Of course. Uh, and the figure slowly begins to turn. And so we cut back to Baldric and Rahua in Blotus's place. Um, and, and Blotus has sort of like looked up. <laughs> So, you want to know, it was minted in the office of the Chamberlain. 
Thurston, may I roll a society to thing and see if I know what that is in relation? Um, yes, you know what it is, but roll society to see how much you know. Yeah. Uh, would outset law be more helpful for that, or? Um, one sec, let me fix the thingy. Which, uh, okay, uh, would outset lore be helpful for that? That law, would be a good one, too, law. actually. Yeah, you could, you could use outset lore as well. Law, outset law. Oh, outside law, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that'll probably be better than just doing society. Yes. Okay, I roll. That is 29. So in the government of Outset, um, Outset itself is governed by a governmental body called the Assembly. The Assembly has various um, component members like representative of guild like representatives from like guilds so guild leaders uh noble families um powerful individuals uh, then there are like the um democratically elected uh members of the assembly and all of these these members like they they hold the power within the city they're kind of the the council that guides it however in that end, there are two individuals who stand beside the assembly. They're called the Chamberlains. There are always two of them. Um, the Chamberlains are neutral ar arbitrators, or at least, you know, on record as being neutral arbitrators, who negotiate between members of the assembly. They're essentially like the speakers for the assembly. And though they don't have any votes within the body, they're the voices of like, decisions that are made so they'll like you know tally the votes and, and announce what decisions are made and whatnot but they also are the the two individuals in outset who have the most sway because they can essentially interact with every member of the assembly and not have a lot of problems in doing so um you would know that the the chamberlains are afforded the most of outsets um i guess resources and 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 like troops and whatnot so like most members of the assembly have like some personal guards uh the chamberlains have like hosts of them uh but the chamberlains again don't don't vote or have any direct political power they're just very much the kind of movers and shakers hmm so this is minted in their offices Oh, yes, they would only use these kind of coins to, you know, hand them out to important individuals. The magic is quite interesting, too. I think that's a bit of a personal touch. Hmm. I have a feeling about this. Rua, I think we have an idea of what we're supposed to be doing and who we're I, meeting. I believe so. Let's go meet up with them. They might be at the end of the uh, the instructions at the end of that book. It's true. Did you happen to memorize them? Thurston, may I roll to see if I memorized it? Um, you can. I, I assume you're kind of like by by Blotus and then making your way out back into the markets at this point. Yeah, sort of we're, like... we're, we've departed. We're we yeah. got the info we needed more or less. You're having this moment as I assume a bird lands right nearby. An yeah. orange, an orange bird. Yeah, that that, that orange-shaped bird is very interesting. But I want to see if I remember it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what would I roll? To uh, society. Not a recall knowledge. Uh, well, society is recall knowledge. So. Really. Yeah. 
Wow, it's another 29. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you, 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 like, you internalized the location yourself, so. Very good. Uh, and then I, the bird I, lands beside you. I see, ah. I see this bird. I pick it up like a, like a hamburger. Ah. Oh, hey, Oren. Ah. I'm going to that throw him on the ground like a Pokeball. <laughs> Dies. <laughs> Breaks Bone his ribs. Shatter. No, uh, I put him on the ground and we we let him come back to normal. Yeah. Or uh, just goes up and says like, well, we found usually. Oh, he looks around at people. He's like, we found a thing. We're waiting on you. Yeah, we figured out what this coin does too. Oh, what Actually, does it do? I want to. I want to test something real quick. Hey, uh -huh. Rahua. Sure. When I call out what I want to have happen, you call out the other side. I want to see if something happens. Okay. He's going to flick it in the air and say heads. And I'm assuming that Rahu will say tails, right? Correct. It comes what up does it heads. land on? It comes heads. up heads. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to flick it and then I'm going to wait for Rahua to say what he wants. And then I'll follow it up. Okay. So, so what, do what does Rahu say? Rahu says tails. Then Valdrick will follow it with heads after after it's in the air, effectively. Yeah, um, it lands on heads. Hmm. Interesting. So it's only the person who flicks it. Oh, can I try that? Sure. He passes it to Rahua. Rahua postures it on a crooked thumb, flips it and says, neither. It lands perfectly on its side. Ooh. Hmm. The fact that it responded to you is also interesting. It means it works for anything. But we should keep this in mind if we plan to dupe somebody with this, because they can also test it that way. Well, that's precisely my point, is uh, I have a feeling whoever we're going to might use that to their advantage. Might not be thinking we'd check this first. Oren reaches out uh, his hand. Can I try one? Sure. He passes it to Oren. Ah, okay. Takes it. He f f flings it and he goes, nothing. He opens his hand. It lands on its side. But that's the side. His brain racks. <laughs> <laughs> you see the clown again. <laughs> Orin's, Orin's brain makes the sound of the ever given crushing into the side of the Panama Canal. You see Orin have a PTSD attack. <laughs> Orin, what's the matter? What's happening to you? I take the coin from him before he eats it. <laughs> Can I also see the clown? No. Oh, I, I flip the coin, <laughs> clown. <laughs> yeah, flip just, the clown. Just say clown. Yes. Ah, fuck. <laughs> oh, please. Can the, does the coin summon a clown? That'd be even better. It does not. It is not a clown, okay, I, clown summoning. Baldrick pockets the coin, and with his knowledge of where it is that they're supposed to be going after he memorized the results, he will go with Orin and Rahua in tow. Okay, so the, the the three of you make your way back, uh, or start to make your way back. We cut back to uh, the the other group, uh, and then the the gold skinned individual uh, to Vina and Tenhauser. Please, I insist. 
Are you going to tell us about the, uh, your, your friends over there? Very perceptive. Very good. He turns and has this just like, uh, not a smile, but it's like this half smile, half, like, it's hard to place. It's not even quite a smirk. It's just this not entirely passive uh, facial expression, but like almost a, on the cusp of being a smirk. Um, what a description, like looks, sat someone who is satisfied with a choice or yeah. purchase. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so he sort of says this, nods, gives like a, a short nod. And as he does so, the air briefly distorts enough for you to see these two uh, large sized sets of armor that look completely unlike anything um, you, Vina, have seen. Um, Tenhauser, however, you have warfare lore, right? I do. You want to give me a check on that? I would love to. So let's rock. Uh, 22. With a 22 and the brief moment you see these armor, um, these like strange sort of curved armatured figures appear. And again, you don't even get a good look at them. Um, they, they seem to have not even blades, but something that even shimmers the the air around there. They're briefly invisible forms um, and they don't look hum like fully humanoid. They they almost look like a like an ellip a stretched um, like a stretched oval of plates and then these sort of appendages for arms. Uh, but you don't get a good look. It's it's in fact very brief. And um, you you recognize, though, Tannhauser, that whatever these are, they are certainly of, like, occult Zeskorin design. You have Zeskorin designs with you. Quite I do. this city. Yes, very. If you will not sit, I will. He steps over and takes a seat at the, at the table. We will wait for your companions. They will be on their way shortly. Very well. I'll indulge him and I will also take a seat. He doesn't really look at you and continues like looking at his notebook. Going to sit next to Tannhauser. I've got kind of one hand casually on the, the hilt of my rapier. So should we introduce ourselves? I do not like repeating myself. We will wait. Very well, then. There's the rushing of water and then occasionally a quill as he like quill scratching as he pulls out a quill and begins writing in the book. I'm going to try to subtly peek over the edge and see what he's writing about. Yeah, give me a perception check. You're up. Why did I close my character sheet? Because you are a fool. Oh. Yeah, I'm about to say, don't close it. Fuck, that. that one's much worse. Uh, that's a 14. <laughs> yeah. A lot of twos on the die today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of twos. A lot of twos, a lot of ones. Um, you're leaning, but like when I when, when you're like you're leaning, clearly you're just at the opposite end of the table, like uh, like like looking at an angle that will just give you nothing. 
<laughs> his his like almost his eyes peer up at you. Um, the one thing you do notice that is like strange is his eyes aren't circles. They're actually hexagons. Interesting. Yeah. Continue scrolling. Tanhauser, what are you doing during the awkward silence here? Um, could I perhaps rack my head of my uh, Lorz Ascoran to see maybe if I could tell more about his companions? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. As a reminder, uh, when you're talking softer and stuff, just get closer to your mic. Cause uh, he... My apologies. Uh, I have gotten a low number, so I will spend a hero point to reroll. Yeah. I did not get much higher. I got 17. Oof. Uh, whatever they are, they are incredibly rare. Your your knowledge of, of Zeskorin um property is, is fairly limited. Like you you know more than the average person, and these must be incredibly like rare, or at least something that is not common knowledge in Zeskorin. All right. I think uh, that sort of is the apex of the things I'm willing to do because this guy doesn't clearly doesn't want to talk. Mm -hmm. um, and if there doesn't appear to be anything else of note in the room, I am happy waiting for our companions. Yeah. So like this is this is a fairly long wait, right? Like you're you're probably sitting there um, for like good couple couple hours at this point as oh, you wait awkwardly. Hours. Yes. This does not seem to bother the, the gold-skinned individual. I'll, uh, I'll use this time maybe to to finagle with my grappling hook. Okay, yeah. <laughs> maybe if I can like find some way to uh, get it to be a higher efficiency grappling hook. Okay, so you're just like fucking around with your grappling hook. Uh, Vina, what are you doing? Uh, I'm diplomatic. I'm gonna just if he's not going to say his name or like repeat himself, I'm going to try my best to make small talk just to get a beat on like what this guy's intentions are. I'm just going to look out over the, the view and just it's a nice view of the city. You uh get to come here often, indulge. I come here sometimes. It is very pleasing, this view. Quite nice. Close to where you, uh, you're living? Distance is irrelevant. Oh, I see. You, uh... Uh, you, you teleport? I did not say that. I said distance <laughs> is relevant. Oh, I, I heard irrelevant. <laughs> No, he says irrelevant. Yeah, he said irrelevant. Like, oh, he's okay. like, distance is irrelevant. He's like, I didn't say I teleport. Distance is irrelevant. Whenever I ask you, uh, you teleport there, champ? They always yeah. Hey, man, you teleport? <laughs> <laughs> what's what's well, up, Mellow? You teleport? Buzz me. <laughs> what Please kind of car you got? What kind of rag you got? Carriage, yeah. Griffin, teleportation. Yeah. You know, what, what kind of miles you get with your ports? Yeah, my butt teleporter. 23. Gun. He like he does. He 
barely acknowledges you after that. After the teleport comment, he just goes to scratching his quill and responds with like the occasional hmm. Hmm. I see. Uh, so Rahula, Baldrick, and Oren, do you like have a have a moment to like have a have a group huddle, or do you just like walk straight into this area once you're you're taken there? Um. Well, I'm presuming Oren has no idea what's on the other side, right? No, there he did not go up the stairs. Clown man. Yes, there's a, a clown. I saw it. It was right there. <laughs> I am not. I am not going to talk about the clown. Whatever this what? clown is, it can wait. It's but the clown finds us. I'll throw an Alchemist fire at it. Did you remember the golden rule? What's the golden rule? You don't touch the clowns. You let the clowns touch you. That's not a good rule. <laughs> That's a very I don't make the rules. I just follow them. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who the fuck made that rule? <laughs> or in questions loudly and angrily as you cast the question in the Goblet of Fire. Who will respond you, by tapping the order? That's two tell dying in the background. Very good. For who <laughs> taps the orb and motions to it, like I didn't make the rules. I made the rules. Well, so do I. <laughs> that doesn't happen with clowns. Zorin <laughs> storms off. Anyways, past this wall, Oren goes through the wall. <laughs> that was very smart. Uh, yeah, you 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 pass through the wall. Um, uh, and yeah, you 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 kind of like see the the same thing, the light streaming in um, the 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 sound of like water coming from a fountain. Um, and then, yeah, you walk up uh, into uh, this, like the awkwardest scene ever as your two companions are kind of well, like Bali is like, ha, 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 like probably awkward face and looks in like joy as other people have arrived. And Tannhauser is like Batman with a grappling hook. But it took oh. you long enough. Hello, Sorry, everyone. a little bit of a side business. Find Please come people. sit. Uh, having looked around, I can tell this is the Chancellor's place, right? Uh, you don't know where this is. This place is like it's certainly not an official building as far as you can tell. Could All give right. me a society check on it. I'll give him a society check as I'm moving up to take a seat. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be so cautious as to just be like, no, I will not sit down. You probably have put C4 on the bottom, just like the favorite game, Dead Money from Fallout New Vegas. What the I fuck are you talking about? That was out of character, you fuck. He's falling out in New Vegas. Yeah. Anyway, it's a 31. It's, it, it's a place in Zaskoran, don't you know? God, not everything comes from the garden. Okay, at 31 <laughs> is enough for uh, Baldrick as you're like walking uh, up. You you would recognize this is um, a communal gathering place. This is meant to be open to the public. Um, this is where people can go to get some of the city's free water um, proffered to them by menial undead. Oh, so this is just this is just an open location in the Princess Pilaster. It It is, except it's like it's been covered over by an illusory wall, so it's not quite open. It's a secret. It's a secret public location. Exactly. All right, let me take a seat here then. Mind telling us who you are? Uh, Oren and Rahu, are you sitting down? Oren will perch on the side of the little hanging there. 
Okay. Rua will straighten up and stand respectfully. I don't know if a chair is big enough to contain his bulk. It's fair. All right. As as you finally like get to your respective perches, um, the the gold skinned individual puts puts down his book. He surveys all of you with these these piercing eyes for a moment. I will only ever tell you two lies in our dealings, and I assure you this is not one of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Insight. Uh, perception, if you want. Perception, right? I'm I'm dumb. You got the 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 D and D isms. I respect it. I do. Twenty-three. Twenty-three? No, not much higher. In fact, okay. Uh, Rahua, your analysis of that as you're like, huh? Um, he's being very matter of fact. Like, he's just kind of what he is. Sounds like almost laying out ground rules. Ah. Okay. I'm satisfied. I, I will say nothing. I am Chamberlain Anathian of the city. I have a desire to employ your services in something. Very interesting. Please do go on. There are oddities in the ongoing activities within this plaster and other reaches of the city. As I am one who is tasked with keeping order, it is important for me to maintain control of any situation. I deal with hundreds of different problems every day, and this one is something I do not feel skilled to handle directly. My presence might cause it to go to ground further. Given your recent escapades in the solitude and your escapades in the Pons Palaster, I believe you are all quite suitable for what I need here. You know what we were doing in the solitude? What do you think we were doing in the solitude? You were attempting to contact the folk from the Sodden Earth Kaibu to resolve your rotten nature, which it appears has been resolved based on my analysis. Do you want to tell us how you know that? I do not. All right, rephrasing. Uh, as, as this happens, the skeleton comes to the table with waters for everyone. All right. Rephrasing, then. How do you know that? I am the Chamberlain. That doesn't answer the question. Mm, You'd be surprised, actually. Yes. What do you know? If you're unwilling to be so liberal with such information that I don't see very compelling reasons to aid you, You should already know our intentions, if you are so all-knowing. Yes, I do. I understand your desire to foment rebellion and revolution within this city. I understand your, and he looks to Baldrick, your intent to 
overthrow elements of the tyrants guild within this city. I understand that you, Lux to Oren, were here in search of the draconic entity and were accosted by several hunters during that process and lost people dear to you. I also recognize that you were recently found in possession of some spheroid object. That is a new piece of information that has come to my attention. He does not speak to Rahua at all, but then looks to you, Vina, and I understand that I would need to offer something in return. Now we're talking? Now, I understand you had experiences in the solitude, and I would wager, though I am not one to gamble often, or at least not in a traditional manner. He kind of pauses and then speaks again. I would wager that you had some encounter with equipment or goods from the medics guild within the city during your dalliances in the swamps. That's possible. The Medic's Guild is the crux of many of the issues I have seen recently, and that is what I require investigating. Specific aspects of the Guild. Um, Baldrick's gonna cross his arms and lean to the side a little bit. Mm-hmm. On the note of the Medic's Guild, seeing as how we have neither agreed nor declined as of yet, would you mind informing us as to why they are performing like this? I thought they were supposed to be in the business of helping people, not making things worse. So you did discover something in the swamps related to the guild? I will neither confirm nor deny that. I will say there have been inconsistencies with actions within the guild. Nothing major, but certainly recent individuals have caused some upset within the city. I do not know how far these ripples will go, but they must be dealt with. Order must be maintained here. Mm. Now, that is what I require you for. I wish you to investigate a series of individuals, specifically one family member of a noble family line within the city who will be hosting a gathering, a soiree of sorts in the coming days. Uh, there will be many people in attendance, and I require your attendance as well to begin gauging these individuals and their current intents. Oh, well, we have a great history of party, right, guys? parties, right, guys? An incredible one. What foul play exactly do you suspect the Medic's Guild of doing? I do not know. The issue is not one of malice, it is one of inconsistencies. I do not like things that are inconsistent. I do not like sudden, chaotic change. Yeah, then you came to the right group of people. Huh. 
Yes. Um, the specific individual I task you with. Ah. And he, like, takes the, the glass of water and takes a sip of it. The specific individual is one Sandal Deckland of the Deckland family. He is a new, young noble, I should say, who is about to inherit his family after the passing of his grandfather, Cademan. Cademan hasn't been seen in months, uh, health issues in their family manor. Both of Sandal's parents died, but Sandal is now making moves within the political sphere of the city. They are related to the Medic's Guild. I believe he may be involved. He may not be involved in these inconsistencies. Again, that is irrelevant. I simply need to find the source of the inconsistencies. Right. And so what are you offering? To the heart of it, then. Sandal Deckland is... A young, vain child of a man. His grandfather made quite, quite a small fortune due to the family's relation to the Medic's Guild and other guilds within the city. They've held family fortune for years. The soiree Sandal is going to be holding is going to announce his personal endeavor. And so... I want you to attend, but I have already discovered what this endeavor is and what he intends to announce. He is putting his family fortune towards the construction of an airship. An airship? Certainly an investment. Yes. However, if his family is involved with any inconsistencies that threaten this city, then, within my right, we would strip all of his family assets. I have no use for another airship. And what would become of this airship? Ah, I see you cannot read the subtleties that I am implying. My apologies. I'm responding I am saying... with my own subtlety. I want the airship. Yes, and if you do this for me and... It is within my ability. The airship will be yours. I'd like to roll perception. I want to know if that's one of his lies. Yeah, go ahead. No one, please. Uh, 27. Yeah. Orin would also like to roll. Sure. Guess. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, I almost got a 20. 24. 10 has to go to 27 for podcast people. Yeah, um, neither of you are getting any kind of inflections or, or changes that would indicate this is a lie. You make a compelling price, but I have a deeper one. You happen to have quite a bit of information about the different pilasters, yes? You, after all, are at the decadent heart of this governance. He closes his eyes in frustration for a moment. Yes. I require information in addition to your previous arrangement, and should you provide it, then I, though I cannot speak for my fellows, will aid you. What information is it that you require? I want to know who 
and how Lady Zale was killed. I want to know who set that fire. And I know you can give me that information. Fascinating. I do not quite have the information on hand, but I am certain I could have it investigated. You will acquire that information, or you will discover a hell beyond reckoning. But I take it that you're a man of your word. And since this is not one of the two lies you've prearranged, I want you to say it. I want you to say you will do everything in your power to supply this information to me. Quickly. If my agents can discover it, it will be yours upon completion of the assignment I have laid out. Very good. And you have my aid. The rest are free to set their own prices. Hmm. Orn will pipe well. up and he'll go like, so for this type of job, are we just investigating? Or are you expecting more after we investigate it a little bit? Normally when I hear investigation, I hear attack dog. There are certain things that I am able to do. Many of the individuals that I wish you to investigate are associated with the assembly itself. Directly attacking them cannot come from me should it require it. There are individuals who will be attending this soiree that are beyond my reach, but certainly within yours. So it's not an investigation. You want us to be agents more than anything. And I, I want you to discover these inconsistencies. Is that it, though? Because there's discovering and then there's acting upon different things you need from us. Because there's a difference. There's a difference between a scouting team and a fort, and you know, just being scouts or being soldiers for someone. You will find inconsistencies if you can find the root of them, the cause of what is happening with the medics guild. Then, that is all I require. But you must find the cause and the reason. Or, or will nod and then goes like, well, the thing I want to know is who captured Gorgamunger? Who captured and who did all the experiments on him? I assume you know what that means, right? I do not. Mm -hmm. My web of information resides within this city and to a few areas without a certain trading camp for example beyond that my knowledge of what you performed in the, the swamps is minimal so you... I know there is a dragon that you were searching for that is all <sighs> hold on Orin you might have just discovered something quite interesting Orin looks to... at Danazer do you mean to tell me you had no knowledge of the rot experimentations? He quirks an eyebrow as like one of the most emotional gestures you've seen. Rot. Interesting. That would fall within the inconsistencies thus far. Thank you for that piece of information. 
You are most welcome. In return, if you can investigate for us, he kind of motions as an apology to the Tannhauser for interrupting, but he's like, if we gave a piece, we want a piece. <laughs> he's like, hey, he's like, he's like, if you could do everything in your power to help, help me understand there was a group of hunters or poachers who came to drink, bring my dragon here, and I'm still searching for them. If you can find that information and do your best for that, then I'm good to help my friends and you out on this. You seem to all believe that this is some greater negotiation. If I have information that will assist you, I will provide it. Well, if it's a part of the inconsistency, as you've now learned, then I believe it's prescient for you to use your resources to figure that out, huh? As I said, I deal with hundreds of problems a day. This one is fairly minor on my list. Well, it should be bumped up. You hear that it has to do with the rod. It has adjusted the equation slightly, yes. Hmm. Well... I'm gonna look to the rest of the group. Uh, that does line up with our interests. We do want to get to the bottom of what happened in the swamp. Fortunately, yes, it does. But not for free. And not for somebody so important to the city. Are well, you satisfied with what we've managed to get? I am not. Rahu is just standing in back as people make their arrangements with Anathian. But for as much as you can tell, he's been just looking at him rather disapprovingly or suspiciously. Would I be able to tell or at least recognize the shimmer on the air of like Volley did, or sorry, Fina, and recognize that this person is sponsored by perfection? Um... You can't quite visually tell sponsorship. And in fact, like even Vina wasn't like, oh, this is a sponsored person. This is more a person who's like like a tiefling or an Azimar equivalent for the perfection. Oh, my apologies. I misunderstood yeah. that then. Yeah. Just the same. I'm so inclined to assist you with this matter, if it does assist my friends here. But with how concerned you are at preserving the order of things and, well, with the gravity of the situation somewhat known, for as much as you're willing to divulge, I am left wanting more, not necessarily any sort of information to hunt down one who I bear a grudge against, but more of... Why? Surely the city has lingered long past its expiration date, if the stories I am told are to be believed entirely truthful. Why keep preserving that? This city is the oldest city on Tyne. It is the first city. It will be the last city. I struggle to believe that. 
then struggle in silence. Ooh. I just got told! Damn! Oh. <laughs> Moving this person from allies to enemies? <laughs> Shitless extended. Yeah. Like, hey man, that was a pretty cool takedown. You want to take Rahua's who has place in the party? <laughs> yeah. No! Okay, you're being replaced. <laughs> Gold-skinned man in tree out. Um... I got out the doubt. I think it's Baldrick's time, unless everyone else good. Are we done shaking down the golden man? Uh, Baldrick's just gonna like casually continue his idea, which is just well. Speaking frankly, if you want me to try and assist in taking down something like this, sure, that works for me. You make it pretty clear that you're not terribly fond. At least I assume, based on how you have carried yourself, that you are not fond of the corrupt elements of the Tyrant's Guild. If you want my help dealing with that, then sure, we can work together. I half expect you to betray me at any given point, but we both know the hazards of our workplace. Very good. Nathian pushes his chair, stands up, um, does like a pass over all of you with his eyes, lingers briefly on Rahua before going back. Then I shall set you to task and provide you more information as able, it will be a few days before Declan's event. You will receive invitations, uh, which will be predetermined. That being said, I would advise you to stop by the Applecart Square on your way back to your home. Good day. He turns and begins to walk towards a, an exit at the opposite end of the balcony. Arnold will make a comment as he goes, going, no, no bloodstone, right? No, no, no contract thing. There's doesn't sound like a perfect arrangement. He pauses kind of at the doorway and doesn't turn, but speaks. There is no such thing as a perfect arrangement on this world. We can only strive for it. And then he keeps walking. The moment he's gone, Tanaz is going to put his hand on Rahua's shoulder. I can tell that it took a lot of restraint for you not to pick that man up and throw him off the balcony. I do appreciate it. There is a want for that. But the time is not now. And an answer will be had one way or the other. Hey, before you start talking shit about Goldie, uh, is the shimmering thing still around? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you don't see any shimmering things anymore. <laughs> I want to say, hold up. <laughs> forget, forget, like, forget, mega bonked. Um, I'm just gonna drink some nice okay. clean water. Wait, he knows I, that. I'm gonna put my hands out. Hold on a moment. This is just a precaution. And I'm just gonna start spinning unpredictably and just see <laughs> if I touch anything invisible. <laughs> or like. Spin, Fine. you get real sick. Give me a fortitude save. Okay, yeah. Oh no! <laughs> I, like, I like to imagine, like, if they were there, they're like shuffling around, like around you. <laughs> uh, 28. Uh, you, you, you spin a lot, but your internal gyros mean your lunch stays firmly planted inside you. All right, I believe, <laughs> believe they may be gone. <laughs>
This is... uh, with that, are you going to depart here? Yes, indeed. Let's... Okay. And where are you Why going? Why don't we avail ourselves of this nice, clean water that we don't get down in the ponds, Polyester? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you or... going to have some of the water? Oh, yeah, yeah that's actually a good idea. Or in good idea. I'm going to, for all of, like, the any jars I might have that are mm-hmm. empty, like old health potions we've used. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I assume you just, like, take off your mask, glug, 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 then fill, 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 Yeah, fill. I'll, 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 like, unhook my hose and just let that drain into one of the side pockets for later, then... <laughs> back on we're, we're at like an establishment that offers free stuff even though it's supposed to be a courtesy like here's like one cup for a drink we're all like getting pictures yeah. water skins <laughs> like, you, uh, you a, heard of free bread get ready for free water <laughs> like, Volley and baldrick just like load up too we get rua do you have any of the water uh i would like to do some kind of a check on this because i i, I mean this person's existence is anathema to my own and I do not trust any sort of thing provided to him, especially a consumable. Okay. So I would like to, I, I'm not sure if this is like an occultism religion check to see if the water is any, it's like perfected. Cause that's probably fine for everybody else. But for me, that's like, I don't know. Might be as bad as eating them. Like I had tried to before. Huh, you want to give me like I don't know a nature check or something? You're, you're scanning the water because you don't trust this man. He doesn't <laughs> want any allergies. That's fair. Oh, it's a sixteen. Sixteen, eh? Um, can't imagine they would try to hide the water or anything like. It's, if it's just like clean water, but if it's perfect, I bless her. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. That's like it's an, it's, it's an anathema to my like it's water. It's perfect it's water. water, geometric water. Spotted. It's city water. Okay, that that equals the two things. It's either so oh, disgusting no. that you will puke as soon as you drink it or it's decent. My experience in Texas has taught me this. It's fair. It's fair. All right. So uh, where are you guys making your way after this? Um, Apple cart. Uh, well, we, yeah, we were suggested going to Apple cart, though. I imagine we'll probably stop by some deserted alleyway somewhere on the way there just to talk over what we've gone through. But uh, that might be, you know, that's just on the way. Yeah. If that you might, guys want to have to have a that might be next time, given our current time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So making your way to Apple cart then? Yeah, yeah I we'll go so. to the apple okay. cart. Yeah. As you make your way towards the apple cart square, uh, which is in the Ponce Pluster, uh, in fact, quite a quite a short distance away from Baldrick's house, um, you note that the square is like full of a gaggle of people. Several people, um, like maybe a hundred, like several dozen at least, and they're all sort of crowded around. You kind of come at the edge of this crowd, um, and Rahua, since you're you're pretty tall, and and Oren, honestly, um, you can see over it towards that there is a um, there is a raised wooden um, stand, um, like a stage of sorts, uh, upon which is like a gibbet and a noose. 
and there is a member of the Tyrant's Guild standing there um, in like decorative, decorative golden filigreed armor and plates and several. You're, you're realizing now as you approach, there's probably a couple dozen members of the Tyrant's Guild surrounding the area. What are you doing? Well, there's a party. Let's watch. Yeah, I mean, it you said the person who is a subject on the square is this 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 like area? yeah this golden armored um, tyrant skilled member is sort of walking around and like making proclamations. It's hard to hear over the murmur of the crowd and. Yeah, I'm gonna try to blend into the crowd and just listen to what they're saying. Maybe yeah, do you wanna do you wanna give me a uh, let's actually this would be a society check to move through the crowd. Oh, society. Ah, society. I have so some, some skill in that. Oh, yeah. twenty six. I got a sixteen. <laughs> so Vina, you are able to get well ahead, and in fact, like you're the only one who's kind of able to push push well enough ahead into the air to, to hear you hear the proclamations as you get closer, um, and you hear this gold armored figure, like somewhat gesticulating and like raising up a gloved fist. But we know the perpetrator of this, and they will be punished for the death of our martinet, for the destruction of Derg Sanren House. All has been laid clear, and we know, we know. And a figure is brought out, the cowled head brought to the stage their their head with the cowl still on placed under the noose. And then the gold armored figure volley as you kind of get close enough to see this removes the cowl. And you see the tiny rat folk Ooh. looking around. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. And that's where we're going to end today's session. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we're going to ruin the noble. Let's go. Oh boy! The old toilet stall noble. People don't remember in previous episodes. You saw this poor, unfortunate boy. <laughs> that was the point when Zoran was like, "Next bit, please. I don't like the yeah. toilet stall noble." Next bit, streamer. Oh, he's back. <laughs> he's back. Got well, us. Backhand is you all your fault. It is all the toilet stall noble's fault. He is responsible for the death of the Martinet. It's exactly. You know, in a way, I guess so. Fellas, we gotta save Stuart Medium. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my gosh. So, chat, thank you all so much for coming back with us for another exciting episode of Rock Grind. Thank you to our lovely players and stuff. But one, one thing I want to do before we go. One thing I want to do. I have a D20 here. Uh oh. Mm -hmm. Let's see what happens. No natural 20. Clowns don't exist. No clowns. Anyway. Uh, no clowns. Sorry, clowns I'll save don't even exist. All right. So, no. no Every session will roll D20, and once we get the 20, the clown war will be canon. But until then, you got to wait every session. Uh, one got 20. One got 20. Clowns are real. Clowns are real. Clowns are real. Clowns are real. Michael, Michael. First up, I'd like to say thank you to our amazing players. If we want to uh, shorten it up, because do our time and everything, starting off with yeah. Oda Roshi. 
Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, I was Odo. I, I play uh, Vina, the uh, self-swashbuckler. You can find me on the internet uh, occasionally. Uh, yeah, next person. And we have Hokey Crow. That's me. I'm Hokey Crow. I played Rahua. You can find me on my usual socials at Hokey Crow uh, and on the Narrative Declaration Community Discord server. I never had the link at the ready whenever we do these outros, but it's there. It'll be there in chat. The next up we have Arendelle. Hi, I'm Arundel. You can meet me at Twitter at Arundelio and nowhere else. And no, I'm not going anywhere else except maybe the Tumblr that already exists. And get ready because we are still doing stuff for narrative. Or not narrative. But yes, that narrative declaration, but also like Alpha Busa. Please look at Alpha Busa. He needs the life. <laughs> the next time we have Speaker D. Hi there, I'm Speaker D. I've been your clown and also your android. You can find me on Twitter for now at super snake kick you can find me elsewhere on alpha abuse's channel and i have to say something i have to say there's something coming there's something coming there's something coming watch out and next and of course our luscious game master thurston hillman Oh, hi. Uh, you can find me on all the things that on call GM. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I am also the managing creative director for Starfinder over at Paizo. Um, and I'm going to be at Gen Con in a couple of weeks. Oh, my Lanta. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be at Gen Con. So if any of y'all are going to Gen Con, feel free. I'll be at the, the Paizo booth there for, you know, on and off. So come say hi. Uh, we're going to have a lot of cool announcements, a lot of, uh, you know, Pathfinder news, probably probably some, some cool Starfinder news. Uh, come, come, come check it out. And uh, if you're not there, then um, I don't know. I still love you and come chat with yeah. me on the, the social media. The okay, episode, bye. Check the date because this will yeah, be yeah, yeah. exist for So check the date so, and all that stuff. But uh, Gen Con 2023. Yeah. There you go. Bam. Yeah, let's, let's try to do our stuff too much. I'm Zone the Bear. I played Orn the Strixer. Thanks so much, everyone, for watching. Thank you all so very much for your time. If you really like to help us out, you can go to narrativedeclaration.com, find everything that we're about, along with patreon.com, forward slash narrative declaration, YouTube, you, uh, YouTube, here on Twitch, all the other stuff, and on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you all so much for watching, and we will see you all next time. So long. Farewell. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.